Vino and Rich. Best of the week. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Oh, butt cheeks. Nice. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. We were doing some stuff for Now or Never ESPN. So please follow us at Now or Never ESPN. And our stupid debate of the day, which I believe airs today at Now or Never ESPN, is not would you call porn for a million dollars play by play if you were Joe Buck, but what sort of excuses do you give people if you don't want to interact with them when really you have no excuse because everyone should be home and everyone's doing nothing? So if your cousin Margaret hits you up and she's like, yeah, I think we should jump on a Zoom call. How do you back out of that when you really don't have an excuse? What are the valid excuses and are there valid excuses? I think that's funny because I think there's a lot of people scrambling. I know I'm one of them where I really don't feel like Zooming with anybody. I don't feel like talking to anybody. I don't feel like... FaceTiming people. And it's not that I don't want to interact. Sure, I do. I'll hop on a call with you and say hello. But I don't feel like interacting that way. Yeah. You know, mean, especially with what, people I haven't seen in a while. What do, you, what do you say if you don't want to do it? Because honestly, you don't have an excuse. Like, listen, by the way, I, you and I debate this one last time. At now or never ESPN, I believe later today they will post this. It's yeah. our stupid debate of the day. I mean, the, like, more, the more you think about it, you really can't. If someone doesn't want to do a Zoom call or a family or friend little hang, they they really might as well just say, listen, dude, I'm not into you. I'm not into you. I don't want to see you because <laughs> the there truth, is no excuse. Like, if spot you're getting, this, if you're spot getting any this, sort of pushback at all, the truth is they just don't want to do it. Yeah, like Spot got that pushback with Dwayne The Rock Johnson because we, we reached out to a bunch of celebrities oh, who are trying yeah. to get on, like, and they're like, hey, listen... Uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. He doesn't want, he's he's like not interested. All of, all of these people are... Yeah, they were very blunt about it. I mean, and, and of course, you know... this. That, if your cousin Carl's like, uh, you know, the kids are asleep. I don't want to be loud. He just doesn't want to talk to By you. no means is uh, cousin Carl uh, or Dwayne The Rock Johnson like cousin Carl. But you do assume all of these celebrities... No one's doing anything. ...are fucking sitting at home scratching their, their nutsacks. So... So what? Well, we, we can't expect everybody to want to hop on and do that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If I don't want to do it, why the fuck should Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No, do but it? that's my point, Camino. I'm saying, if it's someone you don't know personally, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's PR person could come back and be like, uh, "Yeah, he's just not doing any of that." The end. But what you're saying is, if your cousins all say, "Hey, we're gonna do a cousin's house party tonight," if you don't want to do it. You have no excuse. You have to come up with something. And you know they're going to, if you don't show up to the, co- all the cousins are going to talk about you. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Busy uh, doing what? Uh, sorry, I was, uh, I was, uh, what are you doing, Camino? What were you doing that you're going to do it? Scratching my thighs. I found a few excuses already. What could your excuse be? Hey, if your cousins, if all, excuse. if all the Cavino cousins were like, hey, we're doing like a family get together tonight on Zoom, a big house party or whatever, you do a radio show in the morning so they know that's not the case. Your daughter's with your ex wife. You not you don't have to take care of your kid. What possibly could Steve Cavino be doing that he can't get on the cousin Zoom call? I'm on another Zoom call for work or something else at night. Why? Yeah, because oh, I have another Zoom appointment. But what does that I mean? Think that's, what, I think another, that's a valid what, excuse. What, what, what Zoom appointment do you have tonight at nine o'clock? I have, I have to interview fucking Guy Fieri. I, uh, oh, that's already on the air. So you already. Nah, did that. I got to talk to him again. 
<laughs> I think that's about a totally what? good one about fucking guys grocery games. Uh, you know, about his new series. Uh, he's doing quarantine fucking cookouts. I see the commercials. I see the commercials. You, but I'm saying, if, if if you are trying to zoom or house party someone, and they say, if they are not on it, it's they're they're trying to find a way to get away from you. Right. That's the point. Well, here. don't you don't you assume that's any sort of communication right now? Like no, because I don't mind like yeah. texting no, no, no. and getting on the phone. But if you text someone or if you call them or if you FaceTime them and they ignore you right now, unless they're on the shitter and they'll get back to you within a half hour, because that's how long it takes, Rich, then you know that they just don't want to talk to you. I've, I've had a few co- old colleagues hit me up and be like, yeah, we should hop on a Zoom or hop on FaceTime and catch up. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Nah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like you though, but uh. like this past Thursday was another one of our work happy hours. I think we're doing them weekly, and I just I, what's I like that it. about, Spot? Give me this. What is that scoop? It's all about? you know. You know, is that for fun or is that for business? It's for fun. What it's is like this again? The the you know like my our side of the office or my the side of the office that I claimed. Yeah, or like our original group, our original crew. Um, we all just hop on on Zoom and and just kind of BS for a little bit, just to connect with people that we usually saw every day and now long, no longer do. But like you know, I did the first two weeks, and then I'm like, eh, let me take a break this week. And and I was doing nothing. And it's not like you know, Kristen was keeping me from doing it because she would let, let you know she was okay with me doing it. Here's the other thing. Too, I was just I just felt like. Yeah, I don't mind feeling it today. It's not that I don't. I don't want to talk to these people. Yeah, you shouldn't be bound to it, right? right? But but everyone expects you to be because Where's you're spot? no. There's no real excuse. He's not doing anything. That right. means he just doesn't want to be with us. But I also think it's a weird way to reconnect with someone that you haven't seen in person in a long time, because it's like you know all of a sudden you hadn't seen that person in maybe five years or so, and this is how you're going to see him. You know, there's a lot of overanalyzing going on. You're staring at the person. No, it's weird. You're the to only me. one that does like that. It. You're the only. I know, one. Rich. I'm the only. I'm the weirdest guy in the world. You're the, the most no, normal guy. No, I'm planet. saying you're the only guy that. No, you're the most yeah, normal. Once you set guy. up, once you set up your phone Not on a stand, into or, it. No, once you set up your phone or iPad or whatever on a stand, the minute you're like, all right, this isn't the worst horrible fucking angle or lighting. You're, most people stop looking at themselves. No, I'm visually distracted, period. That's why I said I'd much rather have a conversation because I'm visually distracted at that point, which takes me away from what's actually going on. That's why I love radio so much. I'm never really visually distracted. As much as I love our video content, in my opinion, it's not as interesting because I'm visually distracted. I like the audible content because I'm able to tune in and zone in in a different way. So when you are forcing me to FaceTime and look at you now. I'm not paying attention the way I normally would with my ears because my eyes are now part of the distraction. So that's really it. It's not me being a fucking weirdo. It's me not being able to concentrate. That's the truth in a long, drawn-out explanation. Like your buddy Barry. What about him? Yeah, I don't want to FaceTime him. It's fucking weird. You ever seen his kids? Have I seen them? Yes, in pictures. I don't need to see them little rugrats on a video screen. Never met him. No. Never seen him on video. No. When was the last time you saw Barry? And he's your best friend. Yeah. But what does that have to do with the price of bananas? You know what? I, I don't really buy bananas. What does that have to do with the price of Quest Bars? <laughs> Honestly. What does that have to do with the price of oil? Honestly. What does that have to do with the price of fucking Quest Bars? By Neither way, of us have traveled, way, really, in, 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 in that amount of time. Cliff Bars? So what does uh, that have to do with Cliff anything? Bars at Ralph's spot? 
10 for $10 this week. Telling you, my new shop, my new supermarket life has taken over. Great story. So, Beto. What? Who's, who? Beto, our buddy Beto mentioned something about an old guy in groceries, and that was the greatest excuse. What was that? Because I totally missed that story. Did you say it I in the debate? It. Yeah, I what said, was it again? I said, I said what? Because I was saying, what type of dumb excuse? So here's the you... ultimate excuse, I guess, because... Uh, no, it's not really. It's, I, think, I, I thought it was a good one. I said, the only way you could get out of a, a Zoom or a conference call with like friends or family that you don't want to really see, if you're like Cavino and have some weird thing where you don't want to look at someone's face... Is it really weird, or did I just explain it like perfectly? I'm not a busybody like you that needs to interact you think 24-7. It, you think you, you, what you is don't so think odd about that? You don't think that? it's peculiar? No, it's not peculiar when I'm talking to people that I see every day in that way. But if I haven't seen you in a long time, I don't want to be all looking at you in a weird fucking futuristic way. Futuristic? Just because. Yeah. Futuristic? I haven't se- There's people that I haven't seen in years that want to connect. I'm like, eh, I'm good. Now, when if you, you wanted to talk you, to me on the phone, not, I would. If you're would. not going to connect with them... I would talk to them like like on but, the phone, but you don't want to see their face. I don't need to do that, and but, it's distracting to me. Distracting okay. to me. I don't need to be like you. When are you going to understand that? But it's not me. I don't it's need like to society. fucking hit like, up everybody. It's, a, it's I'm bored it's, out of my it's, mind. Uh, it's like, it's society. It's not me. Just say so you no. Know. Yeah, but I'm not criticizing society. You're criticizing me. But I'm saying you're making it seem like you and I disagree on something, and it's a fifty-fifty split. Yeah, but I'm specifically talking about people I haven't seen in a long time and people that I don't necessarily want to do that with. Why is that odd to you? I think people have a, a right to be like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing that. I don't think everyone's game all the time like you. Well, I mean, Zoom and House Party and these apps, you know, the Zoom stock is publicly traded. It was... Great story. $70. Yeah, what does that have to do with the price $70, of fucking on it? It was $70 before... This whole thing, and it doubled. It's like one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, because people are fucking trapped and they're bored out of their skull, shaving their heads. I get it, and I understand that people communicate that way. And it's that now how people. It's for everybody. You know what else is publicly traded, and 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 are super popular right now? TikTok. And I'm not fucking doing dance moves on there. Does that make me weird? No, it just means I, it's not for me. I think it's lame. Not all the time, but most of the time. Okay. That doesn't make you the fucking greatest. It just means that I am not into it. Okay. I'm just I mean, most people communicate with their, their family, right? And now... I, and so do I. I have Echo shows in my home to communicate my family in this way. I just don't like FaceTiming people that I don't normally even talk to in that way. How do you not see that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, but, it, uh, I mean... You're also that's doing, people, you're also that's doing things the past month that you never do in your life either. So why not? Yeah, it's a changing world. Evolve. It's about you got to adapt. Uh, I mean, adapt. you do. Uh, spot. Adapt. adapt. I'm doing at home videos more than anyone that we're talking to. Innovate or die. Innovate or die. Uh, last I checked, I think I'm making more at home videos than everyone listening right now. Yeah, because that's your job. Your job right? So that's what I do. So you think I want to continue doing that with people like that? I don't. Why do you got your ass in my face? I'm just, I'm just leading. I'm oh, okay. stretching. Whatever. Uh, I don't want to argue. If you don't understand, that's fine. I'm not going to feel like I want to interact with everybody. That's why we're talking about why do we come up with random excuses? Because you don't want to talk to everybody unless you're Rich Davis. I'm not saying I'm necessarily needing then to talk to Then where's the argument? How do you pretend to not understand what I'm talking you're, about? You're, it's, pe- it's peculiar. That's all. I don't even know what you guys are arguing about. I think you're peculiar because you want to talk to anyone under the moon that's willing to listen. 
But this has become like never in my life did I think that that I would participate in something called Zoom but happy neither hour. Neither would I. But did do you, you want to do that with no. everybody? Did you ever think? Did was Zoom even in your vernacular before this whole all went on? Nope. Like Zoom was something that that in my mind uh, a month ago, prior to a month ago, was something that our boss at the office used to communicate with New York. And and like anytime you would occasionally see it in in a bigger meeting, it was like Zoom link. What is this now? Everyone fucking uses Zoom left Who and right. Is denying that you? Another great point. No, okay. no one denied that at all. There's a reason we're debating this today. A reason. Not everyone wants to hop on a Zoom with somebody all the time. So I'm not the peculiar guy. I'm actually the only guy fucking not willing to talk to everyone under the moon. Oh, you're keeping it real, bro. That's because it's the truth. This guy. I love, the, I love the, yeah. the social butterflies that are so willing. Why don't you fucking hop on a call today with uh, Rocket Dog? Because I think people now, trust me, I hate talking to people. The point is that there are times where you don't want to do that because it's a little intrusive because you just want to sit there and chill or maybe talk on the phone. What are you doing, sitting in the wall and staring? <clears throat> you know what? Sometimes I'd rather do that You know, or I'm in the middle of something or I'm doing something creative or I'm doing something for me. So that's why we're talking about coming up with excuses. But apparently there's not an excuse because why wouldn't you want to Zoom some guy you haven't talked to in real life for five years? I'm the only guy. Moving on. Jeez. That escalated. Dude, you got to listen to yourself. Did you know that farts could spread coronavirus? (laughs) (laughs) You know people are turning to buzz cuts uh, during the quarantine? Split cheeks. Did you know that Joe Buck uh, passed on a million dollars spot? Imagine doing this in the 80s or 90s is the other thing I saw a lot of people speculating on social media. Like, we're pretty, we're pretty, pretty, pretty occupied with Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney Plus, House Party, Zoom, texting, social media, TikTok dances, Instagram posts, everything. We, we have a million things to keep us occupied. Imagine if you were. In the similar quarantine you're in now, so you want years ago with all these things you want you want to FaceTime fucking Scooter from the Bauer Show from twenty years ago, like I wonder what, I wonder what he's I up to. He's up to. We uh, should, honestly, we should, that's we the difference between you, you, me and you. You want to fucking hop on a Zoom because you're a numbskull, and, you're and I'd rather not. Like I don't get it. I'd rather fucking uh, sit on the toilet than talk to that guy on a FaceTime. No, it's not a matter of talking to people you don't want to. I'll give you a great example. Well, that's my if point. I say, if I said, hey, you know what? I'm gonna, yeah, we're going to do a Zoom call with a bunch of our old radio buddies tonight to catch up and see how everyone's doing. You'd be like, yeah, bro, I don't want to do that shit. Well, it depends who it is. I mean, out of obligation, I might still do it. See, but out of, what do I mean out of obligation? Out of obligation, I would, if it were work-related, I would uh, do no, it. Not, no, no work gain, nothing like that. If I just said, hey, chip, Kavino, some of, our, some of our old radio buddies... Uh, yeah, and I, have no, I don't. I, it depends. Yeah, I have you, no interest. Yeah, you'd say no. So in the moment, I have no interest. You know what? Fine. None. Go isolate yourself. I mean, that's fine. I don't. I, I don't fucking. You think I need to hop on a Zoom call? I don't need that. I don't. But I'm not saying go, I don't go crawl do in it. a hole for the next month. It depends who it is. Depends how I feel in that moment. But not in every moment am I going to be wanting to do that. You don't just want to sit around and fucking not be bothered sometimes. You always want to be up and fucking Adam and let's hop on a Zoom. Who's Adam? What the fuck is wrong with you? Is I think you're a maniac. 
There's not sometimes you're just not feeling it. You look back at that reflection. And you're like, nah, not now. Maybe later. Oh, you're basing it on your looks. No, it's everything. Oh. I'm just, I'm just saying you don't feel that way. Like, yeah, no, I'll pass. I'm good. You don't ever feel that way. You're uh, always game, hopping out of your bed to no, fucking no, no, hop on no, a no. Zoom. Not, not game to always talk to someone. But I don't say, oh, let me take a look in the mirror and check myself. But you're just not feeling it. You don't feel that way. Or you're just always, you're always but game you need, time. You need to feel it to talk to like one of your friends. Yeah. You're always game time? You fucking spring out of bed. And you're like, let's do it. No, no, no. no. But I'm, I don't need to be game to talk to like I, one I, of my good buddies well, or like I my do. family or something. So the world doesn't always feel like rich. I do. I might not be in the mood to talk to you. I need to. Who do I need to explain that to? If it's my boss telling me I have to, I'll do it. But if it's fucking Biff that I used to work with five years ago, I think I could say, nah, I'm good. But I like you, Biff, in the most polite way possible. That's why we're thinking of excuses. If. That's why people are lying about it. Yeah, I was saying the only good people, excuse what's, spot. What's more important or what's better to lie about it and say you can't find your phone charger or, to, or for me to be like, you know what, man, I, I don't feel I'm not I'm not down right now. What's what's better to make up some stupid excuse? I'm on a guy's grocery games marathon. I can't take any time out. Or should I be like, hey, uh, you know what, man, I'm just not feeling it. Well, they're saying we were saying what's a good excuse spot, and I said the only excuse that no one would question. Well, first of all, it's a very easy excuse if you have little kids. Like that's like the loophole that's for everything. That's a great excuse. The same way in real life when it would be also like, a real excuse. Hey guys, I can't. Well, a yeah, real excuse, but always a built-in excuse. Like if but you but if you if you can't go out or don't feel like going out, you could always be like, yeah, like one of the kids isn't feeling well, or like yeah, the kids are crazy tonight. The, the kids are always an excuse, but you could always say. You're helping an old neighbor, and you had to run and get them groceries because that you didn't want them to go out. Which could makes be, you look like a good guy, but you could, really you makes you the biggest piece, piece of shit. Of shit. But yeah, you could yeah. always use so. Things. Rich is saying, be a instead of being honest, mm -hmm. which piece I'm saying I am right now. You're condoning be a lying piece of shit, yeah, which never, is funny. Uh, I never said that. It was a joke. But yeah, no, it's very yes. funny. Don't get me wrong. Lying but my shit. honesty is old. more offensive to you in some weird way. Your surfing shirt. Like a lie, little shit. Yeah, like sometimes it just you just don't. Feel, I'm not feeling it, or uh, yeah, man, you know, I'm not in that mindset right now. I guess that's that's what makes us different. That's fine, but you don't seem to understand that. All right. So the Zoom excuse is the uh, is the new rage, but you got to find a good one that works because honesty doesn't seem to cut it. Because when you're honest about it, people don't seem to understand that you just don't want to talk to them right now. Or in that way. I've had, a, I've had a few people hit me up. Like, yeah, man, we should FaceTime. And I sort of like ignore that. I'm like, yeah, we should probably like not. Shit. So um, I'm not even rude about it. I just don't even acknowledge it. Any, uh, any other stories that pop out to you? That pop out? As you go through news alerts, anything, uh, anything else you see? Well, Narzan hits, hit me up. I'm, I'm looking at my feedback. I'm with you. I have zero interest in FaceTiming anyone or Zoom or house party. It's lame. No thanks. And he's a very outgoing social party animal. Resistors. Not resistors. It's not for everybody. Not everyone's a social butterfly looking to interact all the time. Like you're 24-7 interaction. I need a break every once in a while. All right. Here's the feedback. Let's go through feedback, which is why we do the show to interact. Actually, let's go to the phone calls and I'll read the feedback. Are you sure that's not uh, Fred Gwynn? I thought that was Herman Munster. I feel like Charles in West Virginia ruined the show. 
Let's go to... Ever since his call, it's gone down. No. Rich thinks that everyone needs to act the way he acts. Not everyone wants to communicate all the time. I'm comfortable just sort of chilling with my own thoughts, not needing to distract myself 100% of the day. I'm just not in that zone to interact with you, and I feel weird about it. Here, let's go to the let's go to the phones. All right, who's on line two? Black Adam in Mississippi. Black Adam, you're on the show. Uh, uh, how you doing, gentlemen? What up, buddy? Hey, I had to bring I hate to bring up an old subject, but y'all was talking about eating ass earlier. Yeah, uh, I haven't eaten my wife's ass since the COVID started, and she actually yeah. lost twelve pounds. So what is that? How did, how, what's the correlation? Yeah. I ain't I ain't got a clue. I guess I ain't been stopping it up, and then so my wait. palate is better. I like avocados now. <laughs> That's interesting. So she lost ass. weight, and yeah. I can taste. She so I think I'm good. T- yeah, look at that. So not yeah. eating her ass made her lose yeah. twelve pounds. Not eating that. her wait, and so not eating that, her yeah. ass. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and, and then I can taste better. I I, I like you avocados. Can taste better. Yeah, he likes avocados. He likes, now. He likes yeah. avocados. I like it. Thank you. So he's oh. Oh, gonna, hold on. I'm gonna, that's going to sink in later when I'm taking a shit. I'm like, oh, my God, I get it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I love that. Black Adam, everybody. All right. Interacting on the text message, 412, letter C on our show. Bryson, Maine. I'm reading these consecutively. Want to Zoom? Absolutely not. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I want Bryce on my team, but he seems like a nice fella. Uh, everyone likes to text over talking on the phone. Why do we need to prefer FaceTime over phone calls? That's from Kyle in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure why you're all busting Steve's chops. He's not into Zoom on a personal level, period. 816. I'm with you. I'm with the youth at church. I work with the youth at church, so Zoom has been a great tool, but I hate it. 806. You can always get on a Zoom and quickly throw in a, you said it, bucko, at the end of the conversation. You buster. 647. Rich has a constant need to be the center of attention or to be validated, Zoom are Rich's way to itch his constant scratch, which is his need to be putting on a show for someone at 612. What does that, how does that make any sense? I think talking it does to, Talking to friends or family. Because I don't need that sort of interaction all the time. Yeah, I'm not talking about interaction with listeners or fans of what we do. I'm talking about like your fucking best friends and family. People you want to see their face. I can tell you none of my, even my high school friends that I have talked to would ever want to hop on a FaceTime. It's just not how we roll. This is not like not our style. It's not my style. This is not what I do. And I'm not. And, and it's funny because you're the one judging me. And I'm just trying to tell you that. No, I don't think everyone's as down as you think. So when I feel like I want to crawl in a hole and people are like, yo, we should FaceTime. I don't think it's that odd of a thing that you make it out to be. Like, I'm just like, eh, I like you. And we could bro hug and have a drink. But I don't, I don't want to. That's a weird fucking line. And I don't feel like crossing with you. Uh, let's see. Some of my biggest laughs I had was the last half hour of the Carl's chat on our Zoom party that we had, I guess. Well, that was the one I wish I could remember in detail. No, I said I was the one that said I'd do it again. I'd be down with it again. But for me, there's like purpose involved. But it is visually distracting. You know, maybe it has to do with my, my mental capacity. Like, that's not how I operate. Like, I'm visually distracted. I'm not really following if you want me to zone in, a phone call conversation is probably best. 
Otherwise, I'm like looking at you, looking behind you, yeah, but looking that's around. The, but that's I'm not, not the really point. feeling the, it. The point is uh, of doing these video chats is to mimic hanging out in person. And when you're hanging out with someone in person, there are also visual distractions. Okay. So five, eight, five. I'd rather stick my hand in a blender than get on a video call with anyone. I'm no Jetson. And I'm not saying that I don't do it. I absolutely do do it. I'm just telling you how I feel, yet these guys act like I'm a fucking alien. Uh, let's see. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and the boom, boom. That's just shake your up. Uh, 757. I'm with you. That shit is lame. It's from Colin. So why am I the crazy guy all, all of a sudden when I talk about these things? I hate Zoom and FaceTime. hate it all. It's from 250. I'm reading this consecutively. Mike in Chicago just saying, what's up? A guy I know, he started a TikTok. He showed making a very nice dinner. Then he threw a plate and wrecked it just for TikTok. I wanted to say to him, come on, man. You're 33. Grow up. It's from 780. The worst part about a Zoom happy hour is that you can't avoid the undesirable interaction with that one guy. You can't have side conversation like you would in person. You can. It's from Carrie in Minnesota. I don't have to worry about a cousin Zoom call. My cholo-ass cousins ain't doing that corny shit. Daniel Javier Fitz. Yeah, like, there's a there's a corniness that's there that I, I know, like, my friends would never do. If I went to my, like, my some, high school college oh, friends, yeah, yeah. yo, bro, want to hop on a Zoom? They would be like, ooh, you fucking gay or something? If there that's was some rum shaking, you would do it. And I know that they're just as wrong and, like, caveman to say that, but that's the response I would get. What are you, some kind of homo? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Hang out with. That's the truth. Zoom. Because not everyone's the get-along gang like you, dude. Zoom, what are you, So if I'm dicks? speaking my truth, like, at least hear it out without I, being I, a fucking... I haven't said a word if you've noticed. Uh, I've, I have to. I, I've noticed. Listen back. What are you talking about? Everything you say is like condescending. Like I'm, I'm a weirdo or something. When all I'm saying is like, nah, it's not for me, man. I told, oh look, it's six one six. I told my friend he was, he was lame, quote unquote lame for wanting to video chat. And I'm a chick. I don't do that shit. Billy in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's six one six. But I guess I'm the crazy person. Do I do it? Yes. Yes, because you can't be resistant. Do I want to? No. If I have a choice, my choice is probably not. If it's a matter of that's all I got, like with when it comes to family, then I want to do it because it's all I got. But if I don't have to with friends, yeah, I'd rather fucking send you a text message or shoot you a phone okay. call. I'd rather shoot you a phone call. I've, I stopped talking about this 10 minutes ago. I get it. You, we're we're, we're different on that. I'm reading feedback, dude. Okay. Just because I'm not agreeing with you doesn't mean okay. like the conversation was over. Anything else? No, apparently no. you do, so continue. No, I got no, I got nothing. I'm, so I'm then a, why are you complaining that I'm reading feedback? Because you're like harping on this. Because you're realizing that perhaps I'm making a point? Then you made the point. Great. Some people don't like Zoom. Not everybody likes it. Not everyone likes it. Not everyone. Not everyone it. likes it. Not everyone. Not everyone's into, a social not everyone's, in, not everyone's into anything. You know, there's not one yeah, thing that everyone's into. Especially that. I mean, I don't think we could agree on. You know, there's not one person that can agree on everything. I get it. But if you think that everyone's willing to hop on this stuff, I think you're wrong. So when you're calling me peculiar and you think that's odd and and all the other adjectives that you used, I would have to say no. Backup shows that it's not that crazy. The feedback says it. You guys, want a hug? 
I'll leave the room. I'm not angry about it all. I'm just saying I don't think it's that odd of a statement. But when you're in a room with two people that disagree, you have to overly explain yourself to make sense of it. Don't be telling Rich to Zoom with me. I'm actually way more like Kavino. This is from Rocket Dog. I don't need to be in front of people. I'm fine checking up on people on social media. I'm just reading the feedback. Do you think I want? Do you think I want? <laughs> yes, I think you do. I think to avoid your own personal thoughts, you'd fucking hop on a call with Rocket Dog. <laughs> I do. Spots officially. Dude. <laughs> Done. If you look back... I'm just trying to have conversation, and like, if anything, Rich is turning it on me. I was talking about Joe Buck. We're just like, you are nothing like Joe Buck. I'm like, when did I fucking once say I was like Joe Buck? I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. I got the Rona. When did I once say I want to be like Joe Buck? Not once. Oh, Spot, you want to know if you have the Rona? Check your toes. You know, you know that about, shit is funny. You know oh, about you Rona? See my toes. No, you know Rona toes? What are Rona toes? I should tell my mom to check my dad's toes. Yeah, that's the new indicator. They're saying one of the indicators now. I think my dad has the Rona. One of the one of the indicators <laughs> no. now is people have Corona foot. I love that. Or something like that. Just like a Rona toes. I love that rocket talk. <laughs> Says, don't tell Rich. Tell Rich not to, not to, not to sue me. me. All right, Rocket Dog, you got it, There bud. go your plans, Rich. <laughs> you got it. I don't think you guys realize how you come across. I've lost anyway, it. Camino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Well, welcome back. Cavino and Rich. Throwback Thursday, Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, and we have a rule during yeah. the quarantine. Mm-hmm. If you haven't connected with that old friend, that old pal, mm-hmm. when you had all the time in the world, that friendship's over. Were you ever really friends? I know. Right? So with all this extra time, if we didn't connect with one of our favorite guests, I know. Where would the relationship be? Let's welcome first time, long time. There he is. Henry, Henry Winkler. What's up? Uncle Henry, there he is. Now, you know, uh, I saw the tweet that I was going to be on this morning, and I'm standing in the between you wearing this shirt. Oh, same shirt. Wow. In, in honor of you guys, I would wear the shirt. I appreciate it. Looking handsome. You know, for people listening at home, Henry yeah. Winkler, you look like Rip Van Winkler. You got the beard. You You have a beard now, but it looks fantastic. I love it. Give us the inspiration. Is it because of the quarantine? You're just rolling. No, you know, I feel like uh, the call of the wild. (laughs) And uh, I I just thought, you know, I'm I'm going to look like where I want to be. Ooh, got it. That's deep. He's playing the the river, fishing. You know, oh, it's it like uh, if, if, you, if you want the part, like dress the part. Yeah, that's where he wants to be. That's where you want to be mentally. You know, you never met an idiot by the river. That's yeah, your favorite place. Oh, yeah. so true. That's where you that find so true. your joy. If you don't know Henry Winkler, joy. you know, way into fly fishing. And you have to put that on pause, I guess, right now. So what have you been doing? Well, okay. So uh, we eat a lot. And I don't know why, but mostly <laughs> carbs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Henry, you know what you got to do? You got to look in the mirror and say, I'm not hungry. I'm just bored. I'm not hungry. I'm just bored. And yes. Because we're all snacking more than ever before. I'm guilty. <laughs> now, now it, what is amazing is that I, I look pretty good from here up. I was going to say, you look fantastic. 
And then there are three or four of me sitting in the chair. Oh, wait. So it goes right it's to Henry's crowded. butt. Okay. So, Henry, you got a, you got a fat ass right now. <laughs> you know what? You, you found me out. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I want to tell you that's already um, skinny compared to what I've got going down here. Oh, wow. Well, so what is Henry Winkler's snack of choice? When we were at okay, your house, see, you gave us see. locks and bagels and donuts and things like that. Yes. What's your snack well, I, of choice? I just, I just had a bagel okay. with uh, toasted with butter, mm. uh, avocado, tomato, and onion uh, and uh, pepper. Oh, all right. But- Unbelievable. Uh, a great cheeseburger. <sighs> Fantastic. Yeah, just- like that. Um, oh, the, uh, a specialty in this house is chicken. Stuffed with ricotta and spinach. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Sounds that delicious. sounds Brown good. Sauce. Now, you know, our your favorite and our favorite, our producer, Spot, has been making all stuff from scratch. He made homemade English muffins, and they're fantastic. Yeah. I never knew anyone to make homemade so English muffins. I never did either. I get them, you know, in the yeah, package, uh, Thomas's English muffins. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course. Hey, Thomas, Henry, move over. Here's Spot. We know a lot about you as, as a man, as an actor, as a friend. I don't know. Do you have cooking skills? Are you good in the kitchen? Is that something that you take a lot of joy in? I can do two things. I, am, I make a great sandwich. <laughs> I make a great sandwich from leftovers. Yes. Oh. And I'm pretty good at scrambled eggs, Ooh. bacon, and Wonder Bread. For breakfast. Nice. Look at look we at have this. that in common. This is the English muffin that Spot made. It looks like a. It, it's like legit. It looks like Thomas's English muffin. Move over, Thomas. It's legit. Spot's coming in. He's Spot coming in. is coming in. Hey Henry, before now, uh, how is everything in your how in your homes? Everybody is healthy and well. Yeah, everyone's good, man. I have a. Uh, we have uh, my wife and I have two kids now. We have a uh, a son who is two months old, Ben, Benjamin. So oh. we have Emmy and Ben, and we're just keeping busy, man. Keeping busy. Is Emmy a great big sister? She's, she's loving being a big sister, man. She is giving them kisses, loving them. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And, and, and you know, my, my kid's at the stage where she's just on her computer all the time. But, hey, whatever keeps her happy right now, you know, it's tough for everybody because their school got cut, you know, earlier than we expected. And, you know, it sucks for everybody. So I'm asking you, as a, as a grandpa, with your family, how are you balancing that? Are you using the, the Zoom app and things like that to connect? You know, we uh, we try to Zoom on Sundays. Um, okay. That my three kids and their uh, family. Uh, and I know that it's working because the children are from two to ten, and they never leave the screen. We're on for like twenty minutes together, you know, because after that you run out of things to say. But um, the kids, they really like to be connected. Yeah. Yeah. It you takes know? a minute. Yeah, it takes a little practice. But once you get in the zone and you start feeling comfortable, it is a nice way to connect with yeah. people for sure. Yeah. Now, the, the only thing is uh, walking in the street. Uh, if somebody sneezes, <laughs> it's like somebody dropped an atomic bomb. Well, no, Henry, that we, we realize it's more offensive now. It's more offensive now to f- uh, to cough than to fart. Yes, that is true. <laughs> it is absolutely true. Well, no, the, the the joke was I used to cough to cover up my fart. Now, but you... now I fart to cover up my cough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Henry, before you joined us, we were, we were having a conversation about your childhood home, the home that you grew up in. Have you ever gone yeah. back and, and knocked on the door and said, hey, it's me, Henry Winkler. I grew up here. Or do you think that's a weird thing to do? 
No, I didn't once, years and years ago. I grew up on 78th and Broadway in New York City in an apartment. My parents, of course, escaped Nazi Germany. So the furniture was very heavy. Mm-hmm. You didn't just pull up a chair. You <laughs> had to get one of those forklifts <laughs> to take it over, <laughs> to put it down and have a conversation with somebody. So a lot of the apartment was taken up by machinery. Oh, so when, when, you, when you go back, I, I mean, are you left with that empty feeling, though, that it wasn't the same? No, you know, that never, that never entered my mind. I was not, um, I was not happy there. Uh, it was a place over my head. You know, I, used, I stole a joke from a comedian, um, uh, London Lee. And the joke was that when I came back from high school, I used to dream that my parents had moved and left no forwarding address. <laughs> so, yeah, you were not happy where you were there. I was not happy. Now, I go by. I like the building. I like the block. The block has changed. It's really gentrified. Uh, PS 87, where I went to school, is right down the block. And I, I, I oh, so this is a great thing. Last year at the SAG Awards, I saw Timothée uh, Chalamet, this wonderful actor. And I went up to him and I said, you know what? I, I, I have to give you a hug. And he said, you know, I went to PS 87. And when I was in the fourth grade, you came and read Hank Zipser to us in the assembly. And I was there. And I thought... Wow, what wow, that's crazy. That was amazing. That is incredible. Yeah, you've had great impact, you know, on so many people. Even though you've never read me a story, I have those books, Henry. <laughs> and and you know, you had that impact on me. Like you were and still are the epitome of the cool. Top of a hat, I will read you about getting a puppy. You know, I, I love the Hank Zipser <laughs> books. I, you know, I've read them with my daughter. I've had all of them. I, I've kept the ones that you've autographed for us because they meant a lot. How would Henry Winkler handle it if someone came to your beautiful home in California, knocked on the door, and say, "Hey"? Oh my God! It's Henry Winkler. And by the way, I used to live here. I used to li- oh, by the way, didn't you buy your home from the the most the world's most interesting man in the world from the Dos Equis no, commercial? That was the that was the first my first house. Yeah, uh, okay. It was in 1975, um, I bought the house from the actor who played the most interesting man <laughs> for Dos Equis, right? The, yeah, the, the beer commercial. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, I, I bought it for $75,000. And it was this house on the hill uh, overlooking the valley um, in, uh, uh, you know, on the, um, uh, in the valley of uh, California, of uh, Los yeah. Angeles. And then um, that was amazing. And that's where I, when I met Stacy. Uh, in uh, in in a, a clothing store in in Beverly Hills, I said, "Hey, I just bought a house. Honest to God, I'm being a gentleman. I don't have anybody to show it to. You want to come and see it?" That's a good line. How Harry. was the line? That's a line. Thank you. Thank wow. you. <laughs> That's a good uh, the, the canyon on the top of the canyon, there was a guy selling bunches of flowers. She was in her car. I was in mine. We pulled over. I bought the bunch of flowers, got out, wow. gave them to her through the window, and we continued down into the valley to see my house 
in Studio City. Wow, what a story. You know what, know what my big takeaway is? Houses around here were once $75,000. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, look, looking at houses now, Henry, everything, we were talking about this the other day. Everything is easily a million or more. It's amazing, the real estate around here. It is, but you know, now, do you think that the real estate is going to hold its value uh, now because of the pandemic? Well, I, you know what? I was thinking about it might be an opportunity to buy right. in the next year or so. Yeah. You're going to have us as neighbors, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I would love I really would. Hey, uh, Henry, it's been so long, man, yeah. since we saw you. You know, since then, you've won an Emmy Award. And, yeah. you know, we congratulated you on social media and everything. So tell us about that. You know, you've done so much, but that had to mean a lot. No, tell us about it. You know what? It, it means uh, it, it is. It's interesting because it's so complex. It means a lot. I love it. I'm proud. I am for every, uh, you know, they, when they uh, Henry Winkler, Emmy Award winner. You know, instead yep. of Emmy Award nominee. Right. You know, I was a nominee, never the bride. Right. You know? He was nominated twice for Happy Days, right? You finally yeah, three get. Times. Yeah, three times. There it is. And yes, you finally yeah, get the, the win. Practice. So, how did it feel? Are you, are you such a veteran that you, you went up there, you accepted, and you felt great about it? Or was your heart pounding? Were you in the moment? How did you feel when it happened? My heart was pounding. My, I was so thrilled. And I thought, I'm going to keep this together. I, I, I have this, I have this covered. And as I'm walking up, I've told this story before, I'm looking at the two actors giving me the award. They are the stars of a, an incredible television show called The Crown. The young yeah. uh, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Stacy and I watch this show. I start talking to them about their second season <laughs> and how incredible it was. <laughs> They're looking at me like I'm insane. Right, right. And all of a sudden it registers. Oh, I have to turn around and make a speech. Oh. Now, you, you, I'm sure you prepared something. Everyone, everyone says, well, I, I didn't expect this. Did you, uh, did you in your mind know, like, all right, I got to make sure I thank my wife, my kids. Like, did you know what? Well, I knew that I had to thank my wife or I could not get in the same limousine going home. Yes. Right. Uh, I knew that I had to thank um, uh, Bill Hader and Alec Berg. Uh, for creating and and then giving me and choosing me for this wonderful part on Barry. And then I knew that uh, the only thing I knew was I was going to use a line that I prepared for the first time I was nominated. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Children were three. Right, right. Oh, yeah, that was great. That's right. And I said, kids, you can go to sleep. Daddy won. Of course, now they're 50, um, 39, and uh, 37. That's fantastic. By the way, did you, did, do you get the feel that we all know that everyone was rooting very much for Henry Winkler to win? Same like when you know, Sylvester Stallone was nominated for an Oscar again. You know, you, do you get that love? Do you feel the love that everyone wanted you to win? You know what? People say that, but what, here's what I, you know, the, the famous line, God, I just love your work. And uh, everybody says that, and it's very lovely, and I take it in. But I, I don't know exactly right. how they're feeling. But when I got there, you could not help but feel the, the response was amazing. And the love. That's great. Yeah, they love oh. the work, but they also love the man. You know, Rich and I have a unique sort of life where we talk to so many people 
all yes. the time and interview them. And everybody we speak to has a great story about Henry Winkler and, and how much they love you. So, you know, I bet everyone was so stoked when, they, when you finally got acknowledged for the win. Well, it was really lovely. And then I, I met some, you know, I, I meet the lovely people. Uh, I love meeting people I watch on television or listen, singing, listen to music. You know, I'd like I'd like to meet um, uh, Brandy Carlisle. Uh, I I met Sia in a in a uh, uh, in a Whole Foods down the street. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Now you know she wears that thing because she didn't ever want you to see yeah. her face. Yeah. Who, who approaches it? Do you approach her and be like, she, "No"? Sia. She came running up to me. Oh. She said, "I'm Sia," because <laughs> I tweet about her all the time because you know she is an an extraordinarily gifted artist. And on a Throwback Thursday, let's remember you met Bruno Mars on our show. Remember that love fest? That was awesome. Out of nowhere. That was great. <laughs> arrives at my house, and I open it up, and uh, I, I only know this. Uh, it is a bottle of cognac. I think, like, Prince Philippe number five or 16 or something. <laughs> it's like $4,000. I've never opened the box. And it's signed by Bruno Mars. Look at that. Look at that. The love fest. And you know, Henry, one time on our, on our show, you said, you know who you'd love to meet, but you haven't had a chance to, to hang with? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Still no. I, well, still, I still I don't have his. Well, remember uh, how mad he was. At, you were so mad. You expressed it on our show that your buddy Rob Corddry never came through for you because you wanted to meet him. And you, you remember that whole story? Okay, I Absolutely. Absolutely. That is why uh, Rob uh, Cordry is dead to me. But, um, no, he, we well, did uh, medical police together. He is he's just great. Well, we, we wonderful uh, on the unicorn. We decided, uh, Henry, because Rob Cordry failed so terribly, uh, we we reached out to the Rocks people and we'll be sending you this. It's a it's a personalized, uh, nice little headshot of the rock with a, a message for Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Wow. Look at that. See, Look at that. Now you know who your friends are. Now yeah. you know who your friends are. Hey, what does it say here? Oh, like, so much love and respect sent your way, my brother, to... Look at that. Oh, yeah. No, look at, look at to Henry. Um, it says, P.S. Fuck Rob Corddry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've had that for a while. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually, everybody gets it. Yeah, right, right, right. So we're gonna have to mail that out to you because you know we've we've been holding on oh, to that for so God. long, waiting to see you in person. But things got obviously a little busy and a little crazy since. Yeah, well, no, you know, because um, thank God I was lucky enough to be constantly working. Yes. So when uh, you know when you're uh, in the studio, I'm on the set. Now we're all in our homes. Right, right, right. Can I uh, just say yeah. to everybody who is watching, you know, just thank you. Thank you for understanding reasonably that if we're going to do this, if we're going to get out of our homes, it's because all of us are going to keep each other healthy. Yes. And then those people that keep us healthy, you listen to the stories on the news all day, all week about the the uh, the the front line the nurses and the doctors and the janitors who are sweeping up and cleaning all of the the virus out of the room so somebody else can come in the room oh my god thank you yeah yeah no honestly those people are doing 
you know, crazy, crazy work right now. So definitely thank we them. We're dependent on one another. Yeah. And we cannot survive if we are divided. Now, Henry, while people are stuck at home during this quarantine, what yes. a great time to catch up on Barry if you're not already on board. I mean, I want to tell you, 16 episodes, it'll put a smile on your face. Now, and, and you it, were currently filming what? You were in the middle of season three, three right? And it got, oh, it got sitting stopped. at the table yeah. at Sony Studios. The entire cast, we are so excited to see each other. Because remember, we ended not last December, the December before that, because Alec Berg had to do the last season of um, uh, Silicon Valley. So it's been a long time. So you're anxious to get back in here. We are so happy. The next day, we get a call. See you in late summer. Go home and stay there. Wow. Just Man. like that. And, and, and you also have a movie in the works, right? Oh, my goodness. Pink oh Skies Ahead? I, I left. Well, uh, th- that, that is a, a wonderful movie. But I left um, the set of Barry. Went to the SAG Awards, got on a plane the next morning, flew to France, and I got to be in Wes Anderson's new film, The French Dispatch. Look at that. Then I get a call from Kelly Oxford, this wonderful young um, uh, woman uh, who is a writer and a producer and a director and a mother of three. And I am now acting in this wonderful movie, Pink Skies Ahead. Wow. So, you know, got a lot going on, but it's on pause for now. I know. Now, I'm just wondering, too, you know, you're such a big star here, obviously internationally as well. But when you're in France for two weeks, is there a different sort of freedom Henry Winkler has just strutting around or you getting called out no, left and right uh, there as well? France and Italy. Uh, I was given the uh, the Legionnaire um, uh, award in uh, uh, France, and I was given the Italian Emmy twice. So they are unbelievably wonderful fans. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, Henry, it's always so great to catch up with you, man. Yeah, we, we really Dang. appreciate you as a friend, and uh, you know, thank you for making time for us always. You know, and our listeners love to interact with you too, and you're always so great getting back and forth with everybody at H Winkler for real, right? You, you're not on. You wouldn't get on TikTok or anything like that, are right? You, are Henry you doing dances? <laughs> I would. I just don't know how. Uh, I called three people to figure out how to get on the Zoom. Right. But I am on Twitter, and I I love Twitter. Right. I am. Um, I, it, you know, I, I just enjoy it. It takes my mind away. Uh, H Winkler for real. I, I, enjoy, I like it a lot. Well, stay safe. Can I just show you yes. this? Yes, yeah, please. What you got? Our newest book. It is, um, alien superstar, uh, buddy Berger, uh, whose real name is six, uh, 92423. Okay. Uh, and he comes from a planet, uh, several, um, universes away. The only address he knows in America is Universal Studios. So he lands his spaceship on the back lot. Who's going to question uh, a spaceship on the back right, lot? Yeah. And he gets a job as an alien on a sitcom. And yeah. you wrote I mean, this book? Uh, we did. Uh, Lynn, uh, Oliver, and I wrote this book. Uh, we just finished the second volume. And... Um, 
it is a uh, a middle grade reader, and uh, uh, hopefully, it's funny. Well, we we've been you know promoting that you buy books for your kids during this time because otherwise they're going to be on yeah. the tablet all day. So now the best time ever to buy some books for your kids, and and uh, we thank you, Henry. It all depends. So so this this is uh, fourth to seventh grade. Okay. All right, and this this is um, a beginning reader, and what is great is you'll notice that the the font is developed by a, um, a graphic designer in Holland. And it makes the, the words easier for the eye to negotiate for the beginning reader. Here's Hank. This is me. He's dyslexic and he's getting his puppy. This puppy follows him for the next 33 novels. Tonight, Henry, the NFL draft is going down. Football fans everywhere got their eyes peeled. You were part of one of the biggest football comedies of all time. Tell us about the experience you had on The Waterboy. Well, first of all, let me. we shot it in Florida. We started in, uh, I think, February. And it was, uh, at least uh, the weather was cool enough. When we got to April, it was so hot, I lost weight. Just standing, waiting Just for the Just being show. there. Oh, my God. Uh, Adam loves sports. Adam Sandler loves sports. And he he wanted to do all the football stuff uh, himself. What I realized, (laughs) when you stand next to these football players, I looked like they were holding a toothpick. (laughs) (laughs) They were gigantic human beings. And I was like, hi, can you hear me? <laughs> I, I loved it. You know, now, in the beginning, I wanted to wear a, uh, you know, like that, the hat that everybody wears. The, um, yeah, like a baseball cap? Like a baseball yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, for the coach. Instead, you're wearing like a Gilligan hat, like a bucket hat, right? <laughs> that was Adam. <laughs> he kept saying, I'd like to wear a baseball cap. They said, well, you know. Adam would like you to wear a pork pie hat. <laughs> you know, but I really feel like I should wear a baseball cap because it looks like every coach. Adam really would like you to wear that pork pie hat. And that's what I wound up wearing. And it's a, a classic, yeah. legendary movie. I love the throwback scenes when he's doing the disco stuff. You know, you have the <laughs> afro going on. You know, it's such a great... And you were a great coach in that, in that movie. Uh, what's your relationship with Adam Sandler? Because I know you guys worked together on, on a few projects. You know, I did five films for Adam. And uh, I was wondering if the audience might write him and say, hey, we miss Henry and some of your more recent work. Um, I, he is funny. He is serious. Uh, he doesn't dress very well. Uh, he is, uh, he's brilliant because he's in charge of every detail of everything that he does. He is a dear family man. Uh, and I love him very much in click. I played his dad yeah. and his dad in real life had just passed away. So I thought, wow, this is an unbelievable compliment that he has asked me to be his father. Which, by the way, an, another great movie. So Adam underrated. Sandler, Adam Sandler's got some game, man. He's good at basketball, a big sports guy. 
Guys, support our good pal, Henry Winkler. Uh, we look forward to seeing season three of Barry and all the Thank movie you. stuff we you got going on. We actually you know, look forward to seeing you in person when all this is said and, said done. and done, man. But thank you so much. And we're going to mail out that. that be my pleasure. That, we hope so. And we're going to mail out that uh, the rock autograph to you. All right. You know, that is so thoughtful. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. That really puts closure on it, doesn't it? That's yes, right. it does. Hey, Henry Winkler, H. Winkler for real. We have more Cavino and Rich next. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. I got some feedback from a Carl, in fact. A Carl by the name of Mike. Let's hear it, buddy. Mike in Chi-Town. You know Mike. He says, uh, it's a weird sort of thought he's throwing our way. Is there anything worse? So this is the question. Is there anything worse than taking a shower and then having to take a mean shit like 15 minutes later? Uh, that's fine. Said it happened to him this morning. <laughs> well, I mean, when you I had to clean, to you get to clean a, the shits. So. I'd have to, I hoped to take a morning, I hoped to get a morning blowy oh. from the fiance. Oh. But after oh. my shower... And that sort of killed the whole move. Well, like I a, mean, like a plumpkin. Said the vibe was was killed. The you move have was over. Never, after you that. have never done an ass shower. Wait a second. A what? I have ass shower. Yeah. You've never done just an ass shower. I've you've, done, never, I've, you've I've, never you've never done a no. But I do the handy dandy ball wash no, in the sink. No, 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 I'm no, talking. No, no, I'm talking. You took a shower. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say you took a shower. Fucking ten a.m. on the weekend. Right. Like ten thirty, eleven. You're like, oh fuck, I have my morning shit. Then you're like, well, I want to be fresh for either relations or I just fucking just take a shower. You never then said, let me aim the shower head down and have it only touch your ass and balls and do a quick little scrubberoo. Scrubberoo. Did that? Recently. <laughs> You've never done that? No. Oh, you know when I took an ass shower? I took an ass shower when I went to get my uh, dick scoped. That's, yeah, right beforehand. Right probably, beforehand, yeah. I, I, I wanted to freshen You've up. Never, you, how have you never done that? Why not just like... Why not what? Like clean your ass. You just no, hop no, in no, the whole shower? Clean your like ass. Because at, at that point, why don't you just take a shower? This because is, why you don't want to get your torso and hair wet. This has happened to me. No, I've never taken an ass shower. That's my morning, answer your question. No, I, think is, you're, I think you're in the minority. This has happened to me. I don't get my ass eaten like you. Well, no, it's not about getting your ass eaten. You let a girl blow you after you took a shit? No, because I usually take a real shower. But why would you need to take a real shower if you had just taken a shower? Hold on, I don't. I don't take. I don't get shitty blowjobs. I, I know. I know what Rich is saying. What I get it, but I don't do. He asked me a question. I don't. I've never I've jumped in the shower. Thank you, Spon. Yeah, I've but in a and fucking a dirty rare, guy. a rare occurrence when you had to go see a doctor. No, 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 no. I've done it before. Like I'll get up sometimes for this has happened before work. I'll get up in the morning. Ass showers. And it doesn't even and need to be about. It doesn't even need to be about sex. Community. Because sometimes when you get up in the morning, you don't need this, to shit in the morning. You, uh, the second you wake up. Like most days, I can go sit on the bowl, and a few minutes in, I'll be good to go. But sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like I have to. But by moving around and walking, it's like you're like a dog. You do the poop walk. You walk around, and then you're like, oh fuck! Ten minutes later, something hits. But you're in the shower. So you, you take, sometimes you that, what like, I'll sometimes that wet shit where it's like. <laughs> sometimes what I'll do, or like, or I'll I'll dry off and I'll be getting ready. I'm oh, like, don't, I was gonna say, don't tell me you shit in the shower. No, 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 no. <laughs> you ever no. shit and you're wet and you're like you're sliding around on? Or the I'll seat? dry off and I'm got, you know I'm doing my hair or whatever and I'm like yeah. Ugh. So what I'll do is I'll run, I'll take a shit, I'll come back and because I'm like almost fresh out of the shower, your slippery wet toilet seat. No, 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 no. Oh, I have to I've, 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 afterwards, I'll get I'll 
jump back in the shower and I'll just do my ass because the rest of me is clean. Yeah, why would you? I don't. This is yeah. Next next subject. Next topic because Mike is right. To be, there has the, to no, be a window. Though. Every time I get in the shower, yeah, I'm just taking a shower. We've had this conversation. All right, fine. Then no, we'll no, agree because to disagree. We've had this conversation because I don't just go in the shower to clean my ass. I've never. I don't think I've ever done. That. I only do it if there's only a few dirty parts. For me, it's only if it's close to a, a if, recently close to another shower. If you, if you, it's only just, close I, to I another just, shower. I just dip my, uh, I just dip my ass into the sink. <laughs> I use the the the, the kitchen uh, hose, nozzle, nozzle, the yeah. kitchen hose to clean my ass. You know who's laughing at us? Right? Laughing at us right now? People with bidets. Yeah, no, I don't take ass. Yeah, but showers. still, that's not the just same. Just spread today. the cheeks. You need a little soap it up real quick. You can put a little soap on there. I and think let Rich, the bidet run. I think Sarah's been eating some split cheek soup. Sarah's never eaten my ass. <laughs> Fingered it? Uh, no, I, I I think that it's just, but it's not even about it's not even sexual. I know, I, I, I get I, it. It's it's, it's cleanliness. Your, it's, I don't know. It's in that case, I'm just taking a uh, I'm just taking I, a regular shower. Yeah, I realize that over these conversations we've had over the last 15 years, something is very clear and apparent. I get it. If Steve Cavino goes in the shower, I don't do it for. There's certain no party parts. there's no varying shower. You have a standard shower where I I told you there may be a very rare occasion that I don't like wash my hair again. But I'm cleaning my whole I, body. I, to me, it's a. There are times where you take a rinse off shower, like a quick shower, and then there's other times where you really scrub. And what Spot just described, and Mike, the caller, Mike, the the listener, if you took a shower and you're fresh and clean, and you're like, oh man, a half hour later, it hits you, and you got to go to the bathroom. Turn on the shower, point down the shower head. No need to get your, because you probably have deodorant on, fresh deodorant, your body smelling good, your hair's combed. You, you essentially, you go in there and you just wash, you, you, you wash, you scrub your asshole and you turn around, you do a little another wash. Well, Mike, that's the answer I to find your question. This, I find, you said, you, 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 he sacrificed the morning blowy uh, because he didn't take Rich's advice. Rich, you send, you send such mixed signals. Yeah. Do you take perfect clean shits? Or I do. Or do you have like a dirty bottom? Why the I don't for, know. Yeah, then why the need Because for, you always want it fresh. I'm OCD like big time. Like Sarah, Sarah, yeah, if you, you, if you, you ask Sarah's But one, you don't watch your thighs and calves. If, or your calves. Uh, of course I do. I don't do it every shower, but that's what you guys don't understand. If you take multiple showers But you're showers taking an day, extra shower to wash your ass. Ass shower. <laughs> ass shower. Okay. But Sarah, I took an ass shower. Did you really? I don't get it. By the oh. way, JC in Kentucky randomly hit me up and he goes, yo, I've never seen that black guy meme either. How? What? He's religious. Fuck. He's religious. So wait, re- there's a... Religious, religious yeah, if, if your circle of people is religious folks, they're not sending you big black dicks. They're sending you prayers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you think Eddie? Your he's he hangs with Eddie your uh, DJ. Eddie your DJ is probably sending him Al Father memes, not sending him dicks. Jesus memes. Yeah, oh, here's a fucking great meme of Jesus at a table. Jesus memes. His like Eddie your DJ's humor is uh, the uh, the meme that you sent me on Easter spot. It was, Je- it was Jesus. Think, it was Jesus. Think, hold on a second. It was Jesus, but he was zooming all the apostles. Hold on a second. You know who just hit me up? I know that was funny. I love that. You know who just hit me up and said they haven't seen it either. Who? This blows my mind. Black eyes. I don't. Fucking yeah, get because it. people think it's him, and they don't want to humiliate. Him. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to him right now. Things. I'm gonna send it to him right now. I've never seen. Yeah, he just texted me too. Do never I, seen the black guy meme either. Yeah, you know it? why? Because it's the same reason Wood's family got the black guy's name is Wood. His family was unaware of it. You know why? Because when the joke is you, no one sends it to you. Right, right. So people probably said, oh, I think that's Tom Brock, black guys. <laughs> it so looks like, like Tom Brock. Yeah. Yo, uh, 
Daniel Javier Fitz, Bazili D, hit us up. He goes, Daniel Tosh had a joke about this, guys, about taking a shit right after you shower. He goes, you might as well go back to bed because you just fucked up. Your whole day's off. Yeah, yeah so poor Mike, no, no blowy because yeah. he shit right after the shower. Uh, but to answer his question, what's worse? Uh, having on a fresh pair of socks and stepping in like the wet part of the of the rug. That's it. That's the worst. Soggy sock is worse than that, in my opinion. Um, ass showers are a way of life. I'm 40. I've been doing that since, since I was 15. Mm-hmm. Since I started banging chicks. That's from 845. Yeah, because ass showers are, again, not to rehash a conversation, but... Well, Colin, you, Pe- Colin Texas totally you, disagrees. If I'm going to hop in a shower, I'm, I'm going to wash my whole body. It just takes two more minutes. Yeah, but I'm saying... No, if no, you take I, multiple showers a day, that's why I only take. Guess what you don't need to do? Scrub your asshole. scrub your calves and in between each toe twice a day. There are times where you're like, oh, I just went out for a walk and it was a little humid out. It was a little summery hot. It's a hot summer day, and it's like, and scrub you come between your toes. No, but if you come back, if you come back to your house after going to the park with your kid, and your back's a little sweaty and you feel gross. You take back and showers? you took a shower. <laughs> Do you take a back shower too? Back shower. No, back you, shower. You never took one. Back strips. I don't know, man. But I don't get you. I don't get you. Uh, you took a shower in the morning. You're not a guy. Fucking figure this out and tell me this is weird. You took a shower eight nine in the morning, right? On a Saturday morning, you take your kid to the park to the playground. They're running around. You're having fun. It's around lunchtime. You get back and you're like, "Well, I was hot out. My back was a little sweaty." You jump in the shower for five minutes just to. Just to get freshen up. It's like a freshen up shower. Are you scrubbing between your toes three hours later? Or yes. are you just taking a little yeah. rinse I'm off? in the shower. How fucking lazy There's are you? people that you're don't lazy, shower you for sound days. You like a lazy motherfucker, dude. Yeah, oh, lazy. Gonna, shower. Fucking scrub Spot your Willis foot, you lazy shower three days ahead. ago. Yo, I never half step because I'm not a half stepper. You're fucking this... jumping in the shower. You're not even going through all the steps because you're so fucking I weak. I showered this morning. I don't even get, get it. Stain. You're in the shower. Fucking, you can't do a little scrub on your foot. Who gives a fuck? I, uh, no, I did it already. I'm on an every other day showering regimen right now. You do realize that there's like big every people that can't even reach all their crevices, let alone do all this. People don't shower you know what I, as much I, as you think. It's funny. It's funny I pay extra that. attention to my, t- my under my titties. Your man titties? Yeah. yeah. Yo, I, I have titty sweat right now. You know, I, I, the first time I remember like um, seeing like one of my buddies was getting fat or something. Titty sweat. I was going to say, is that Keith Sweat's? Uh... Titty sweat. <laughs> I remember. This kid. You know, I'm playing football with one of my friends. And I noticed, like, some of the fat guys on the football team, they would have to sort of, like, lasso their sock on because they couldn't fucking put their sock on like a normal person. So they would have to, like, they like have to, they were playing, like, carnival games, trying to get the, uh, the hole, the opening of the sock, yeah. onto their fat foot. And I'm like, yo, you fat fuck. What do you think happens when people get old or overweight? You think they're spry? Well, again, old is one thing. I'm pretty spry. But yo, stretch, man. Do fucking both. Toe I'm molded touch. overweight. I'm pretty. Do spread. toe touch. Do something. <laughs> fucking. How about this? Clean your feet and stay fucking limber. That'll fucking stretch you out. And don't just take ass showers, you slobs. All right. Do you so, go ass up towards the? Uh, like, do you like bend over and like spread your ass, or do yeah. you like s- ass showers? Bend over. Yeah, spot. I'm touching the floor. I'm bent. Bend over to the floor. Touch your toes. I, I picture you like goatseeing the shower head. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Right? This is a great advice right? from a guy who doesn't wash his feet. That's from 310. Isn't that what you picture? Him goatseeing the shower head? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, we need someone in here. Who, who's like a... Get some totally. spots. Like, he's just like this. Yo, Matt, Rich's shower head probably hates him. Spot. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's fucking spreading his asshole again oh, at me. No. Oh, so, oh, another ass shower. Oh, that, that shower head can oh, talk. I hate his ass. <laughs> 
You know what we need? We need. I like when that hot chick comes in, but when that guy comes in, he's always showing me his asshole. Spot. Some people just smell more than others. You know what we need? Yeah. No, we need. We need to get some low life in here, right? And I want. We need. We need to have someone smell some asses and feet because I think you. I think some people are just grosser than others. That's what it comes down to. If you had a detachable shower head, that being said, yeah. If I had when I have a detachable shower head available. That thing's going in between my cheeks. Be the most unlucky showerhead ever. I know. Riches. Rich went to home. You Rich guys, went to Bed Bath and Beyond and he looked for the ass nozzle. You don't. By the <laughs> way, you have the ass nozzle. By the way, you don't do. And this is another yeah, great it point. Goes, it goes inside. Yo, yeah, Mike, I take ass showers. Yeah. You happen to have the the one with the massaging ass adjustment inside. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Mike, pause. Hit us up. Inside. Most importantly, you're trying to tell me these other guys don't take a quote ass shower. Slash dick shower after a hookup, you never did like when you were dating or even even like as an adult, even in a marriage or relationship, it's the ball wash. But you don't hop in the shower. What do you mean? Say that again. All hop right. in the shower when you have sex. Yeah, single days with a random girl or a girlfriend or sure. a wife. You, have, you sex. have sex. Yeah. Once you're done with the act and you're done cuddling or fucking snuggling, whatever the fuck, you don't turn on the shower. And do a quick little rinse, like a little after sex rinse. I do something that I've called for many years now. No, I like the hogwash. I like the stank, bro. The hogwash. The stank. Oh my god. No, yeah. I got. I do the hogwash. All right, the next. Stank. I'm done. I'm done. Do the hogwash. The, ho- stank, the stank attracts the women. The Meaning women you smell ju- it. I get it. Well, you just put your dick in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. Dick in the sink. <laughs> you, tell me, you tell me that's hogwash, and I say you damn right it is. No, bro. I walk around with the stank. Yeah. Like, Hogwash and sloppy cock. That's the name no. of our show. That's you know our pod, I'm our, leaving. I'm, I'm quitting. Hogwash and, cr- you know, and crusty dick. <laughs> no, we're no, gonna do a podcast sloppy. called Hogwash and sloppy, sloppy cock. cock, and you could do your own podcast called Ass Shower. <laughs> Ass showers would get way more downloads. <laughs> Ass showers. No way, bro. Hogwash and sloppy cock. Archie, Hog- Archie, please name the show Hogwash and Sloppy Cock. Thank you. Hogwash and sloppy cock. Go ahead. Go on your own. All right. Fine. All right. So, hey, Mike. Thanks for the uh, feedback. Is, it, is, way, it is a deflating feeling. Ton of phone calls. It is, the wor- it is a deflating feeling to know that you timed out your day poorly, <laughs> but it happens often. <laughs> I get it. You well, lost that day. You just lost. Yeah, you lost. You don't take ass showers to recover. Do you want to go, go to the phones? phones? Yeah, yeah, let's okay. go to phones. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the feedback. I got really funny feedback. Rob in South Carolina. And people loving me. The guys that don't hey, ever, up, guys? the guys that have never got the hey. black guy meme. Yeah, I'm. T- I they're get, all the guys I, in the same circle. No, no, they're Ryan re- Mahaney, They're religious guys. Rocket Dog, JC in Kentucky. Um, a lot of people hit me up with they're, that. They're religious. They're, they're religious guys. I can't believe it. Think about it, because based on the the crew of guys you hang with, guys are either sending you dirty ass, pornographic type stuff or not. Right. So you got to d- assess. Who's your crew of friends? If you hang, like, I'll tell you what, my high school friends. Did I tell you that Sarah sent that to my high school friends? And we, the, the black, black guy? guy, naked black guy. Yeah, Jesus, and I was like, Sarah. Sarah. Not that my high school friends are lame, but my high school friends are not dick pick crew. You know? Oh, the get along gang, not the bald busters. The get along oh, gang, right? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a. That's so a, I was like, Sarah. That's I was funny. like, I was like, fuck, Sarah. I was like, geez, Sarah. Like, everyone's like talking about something. And Sarah's like, she hey guys, them. Sarah junked everyone. I'm like. Funny, but like some of the guys' wives, I'm like, oh, I would expect a younger person to fucking at least be aware of it. Send them prayers. That's what they're doing. All right, Rob, you're on. You you got the mic. Go ahead. What's up, guys? So first of all, I work from home, so ass showers are a daily occurrence. Uh, okay. Necessity. 
Um, so I'm totally team ass shower. But the thing I don't get with this whole COVID-19 and people hoarding toilet paper, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? If, if everything goes tits up and you don't have toilet paper, you can always get in the shower and wash your ass. Dude, so why are people hoarding I'm- it? I'm with you, man. I just thought that was odd, too, because toilet paper, like, if you were to say, what what are the necessities? Like, I think the big concern is, like... Flour, because like, I can find that like, anywhere. The big concern to me is, like... Where the fuck's know, all God, the flour? God forbid food or baby formula or stuff that is a real necessity. Toilet paper? Yeah, you run out of toilet paper? No, you start using... You start washing your ass or using uh, or using old T-shirts that you don't want anymore. Like, there's ways around it. So, I don't... Yeah, I'm with you. I don't get it either. You should use those... Uh Chubbs Pub sweatpants that you have because those things suck. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. I love those. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wear them every day. Shout man. out to Chubbs Pub, though. Shout I, out to Chubbs Pub. Your sweatpants are whack, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tim, Tim in Arizona. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. Just give me – I had an invention idea. It's like Jetson's technology. Uh, I think I already notarized the plan, too. If you were to get make like a water pipeline that shoots towards your body, it's like in the shape of your body as if like you ran through uh, the wall. And it like yeah. drips water on you, and then you have like a conveyor belt. You kind of roll through it. It's like a it's like a quick express body wash where you just. Roll well, let me ask you: Do you have a patent on this? I might. You want to go on Shark Tank with me? You know what? I'm not seeing the proprietary value here. So for that reason, hold I'm on. Out. Here we go. Hold on. Let me, <laughs> come on, come on, Shark Cabino. No, no honestly, this is a dog. That, that would take it behind the barn and shoot it. Shower. You're dead to me. Uh, wow. It's a fucking terrible idea. Uh, did he said like a car wash for humans? <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Uh, you know what? Keep your day job, man. Mitch in Texas. Hey, hey Mitch. Mitch. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What up, buddy? Hey, Rich, why not just use your tongue tuck to rinse off? Use my tongue tuck? What your mean? tongue tuck. Oh my! Oh, your oh your jizz cup. cup. Your jizz cup. Oh my jizz cup. Your jizz cup. Yeah, yeah like you get the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get the water little, and splash, uh, yeah. splash it on your ass. Oh, yeah. Is that what you use the neti pot for? I thought it was yeah. for uh, oh, the neti <laughs> allergies. Yeah, it clears out the pipes. Uh-huh. Uh, Geo in Vegas. Hey, Geo. What's up, buddy? Morning, guys. Hey, hey, let me ask you something, Rich. You know how you don't wash your legs? It's pretty fucking disgusting to me. But since you oh wash your ass, do you just let it air dry and then just have like little gremlin shit? Little chocolate, little gremlins all over your legs all day. You know, do you leave the remnants? Do you air dry? You actually, I mean, I want you to go. I want you to listen, you fucking dirt merchant. I want you to listen back and know, Geo. I want you to know that I wash my legs. The conversation all turned to, do you scrub your legs a lot of times, every day, I'll take more than one he shower. Com- he compartmentalizes and, his and, showers. And there are times where I do it's a, a rinse-off shower. shower. Whatever. Who cares? I, I have fucking a feet hate you shower, guys. a half shower, an ass shower. Armpit shower. How about just fucking shower? You could, just, you could take different length showers. Uh, Jason in Maine. Hey, hey buds. Hey, what's up, Jason? Hey. So uh, just install two jets like I did in my shower. I've got one that points like directly at my chest and one that points directly at the top of my ass crack. I just turn those on so I don't have to use the top of the shower. It's perfect. No, Rich, what. Rich has a jet shower. He has a Vinny Testaverde. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has a big, uh, a big head. Uh, I have Mark Sanchez he behind a, me. He has a Mark Sanchez uh, wall decal on his it's shower. A, and it looks like Mark Sanchez is peeing, peeing on, on you. <laughs> In your butt crack. <laughs> That's my jet shower. By the way, I will say, when I, when I do get that house I want, he has Mark Gastineau <laughs> on, on the nozzle. Oh, my God. Uh, Joe Klecko is, uh, <laughs> is hanging above me. So funny. I uh, I do think that all the time that when I design the house I want one day, dual shower heads is a must. Yeah. 
for uh, for your ass and for your head. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, for two reasons: <laughs> ass and head, and uh, two shower heads. If you take a, uh, take a shower with your significant other, no one likes fighting for the water. Um, Mauser in Cincinnati. Oh. Our most, popu- our most popular listener. Hey, Mauser, Mauser, Mauser. This guy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I have a question about the days, but first, I think Trump's giving a press conference today to uh, tell you to recommend soaking your ass in bleach before having sex. Oh, oh sweet. I'm already set then. All right, good. All right. I'm safe. <laughs> the- I knew I was immune to this. Yeah. Bleach so, your ass. Question for a bidet. I don't, do you guys know a bidet? Because is that, does that water that come out, is it cold? I mean, is it heated? Because it seems like a cold no. stream of water on your ass would just... Very I've never alarming. used one. I've never used one in my it's, life. It's you attach the the to the same water that comes out of the toilet. So I assume it's it's like room. It's, it's not it's, it's not freezing. But no, it is that's chilly. The cold, it is chilly. It's the cold water line. Some, some have heated ones. I use one at my friends on Long Island have a bidet in their bathroom, and I've tried it. And my only problem with it is that you'd like to think it aims directly right by your butthole. But what happens is you start getting like water on your upper thigh and your bottom of your ass, and then you then you're like then you're like man, I got now I got a wet ass. Yeah. Like, I just too much going on. Too much going on. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. Go Dolphins. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. This is from, let's call him Ryan G. Oh, okay. On the Carl page. On a throwback Thursday, I ask you this. We, we, we go back to the times where we had board games when we were at home growing up. As a child, throwback Thursday, we reminisce a lot. He says, is it creepy that I slowly drive by my last house a couple of times a year? It was my first house. I owned it for nine years. No. Had a lot of potential, but I was worried more about partying than renovating. I go there because I like to see the new upgrades, see what it's like. My wife says, it's creepy as fuck that I do this. What are your thoughts? Not at all. It's like when you go to your old hometown. I go to my old hometown maybe every couple years. I'll pass through Franklin Square, Long Island. And when I do, I'll drive past my childhood house just to do a little drive-by. Like, oh, that's where I grew up. I don't think it's creepy at all. Now, if the guy's stopping and, like, parking in front and peeking and peering and all that regularly. Didn't you, like, step up to the new owners? Like, I grew up here. Didn't you do that? No. My childhood house? Yeah. It was an open house. Happened to be. Oh, so my I God. Walked, how I, crazy. I walked through my childhood home. What a fucking uh, crazy as, as opportunity. Like, as, like, a potential buyer. And I'm like... Oh, I was, in my mind, I'm like, that's eh, not like you would think that they would have upgraded in a good way. Did you feel like special when you walked in? Like, I'm back. Hello. No, because you know what they did? They did that. Totally different. They did like, uh, you know, it's me. A lot of times. It's me, house. Hi. A lot of times me. you go to an old house and you're like, wow, they really did good things with it because, you know, time has passed. Yeah. They tried to make what was a very clear, like three or four bedroom house into like a five or six bedroom house. So they just. Whatever they did, they re- they did everything wrong. Oh, so I was like, oh, I was like, oh no, it sort of made me mad. I was like, I was like, oh, you sort of ruined my childhood house. Did you tell anyone there? Like, I used to live here. I just, I just really, yes. that's like, so wild. Yeah, I just walked in. And I happened to be passing it with Sarah, and I was like, holy shit! Wait, is there an open house at my childhood house? Damn. That is crazy, dude. What luck you had. And then with you that. go on Zillow and you realize that people have been trying to buy and sell it for years. Like it just won't go. Because they did a, re- a lot of weird re- renovations. Rich's family cursed it. Yeah. <laughs> the, cur- um, the curse of Marianne and the Greg. The curse of Marianne and Greg. And Butch. <laughs> I think it's haunted. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> but no, uh, I, I have to agree. I don't think there's anything creepy about it. 
I think we all have that sort of curiosity, especially when it's your childhood home. But if it's one that you lived in and, you know, I do that even here in California. If I'm in the area, I don't go out of my way because that's a little, like, pathetic. But if I'm in the area and it's the way back home or something, like, why wouldn't you cruise down to see just out of nostalgic reasons or to see the updates? Or even when I'm in my hometown, my very first childhood home, you know, I, I, I drive down that way every once in a while and see the differences and do a little wave. How do you do? Like, hey, here's my old house. And you know what? I think you're allowed. I think you're allowed a one-timer. Now, when I, what I mean by a one-timer is I think one time in your life, you're allowed to go back to your childhood home and do a little... That's weird. Hello, dude. hey, I don't know you know, about that. I used to live here. Do, do you mind if I'm just, I'm just, if you, if I, uh, I think you're allowed to. No way. Yeah. It's like, what do you, what do you, hey, what do you want from me? What are you searching for? This kid, get the fuck out of here. No, but isn't that I like? Just wanna, but what type of rude? I just need to. What type closure. of closure? Uh, what type of? Yeah, rude, closure. Close this fucking door in your face. Yeah, but, but what type of rude <laughs> jerk off would act the way you're pretending in that bit, bro? The guy, the guy who, yeah, the guy who just did it. The guy who just did the it. The guy who lives in New, New, New the Jersey. Guy who would do this child at yeah, the guy, the guy who would do it to me and maybe not you, Doctor oh, uh, Doctor Vinny Bumbats, who yeah, lives you, in his house. If now. you grew up in a shitty neighborhood and someone's you doing don't a know fucking who lives drug in that deal, house. that's a weird thing. You 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 walk into some woman, woman answers the door. You're a grown ass dude. Like I used to live here as a kid. I, mean, she might I understand it. where it's a nice, warm hearted sort of moment, but you think everyone's gonna be like, "Well, come on in." I think she might say, "Well, my husband's not home. I would prefer you to like maybe come back another time." I'd say oh, that's fine, but I don't think you're allowed. Who's I think gonna everyone say everyone has that that feeling or curiosity? Right. But who if the you're fuck acts if you're a grown ass man with grown up kids and you're like. Well, I'm back in the old neighborhood. I'm 50, 60 years old. And hey, hey, kids, see the house there? That's where dad grew up and played wiffle ball and stickball. Especially if you see some guy like watering the front lawn. I think it's a fair like, hey, man, sorry to bother you. Just so you know, I lived here from 1980. And I'm your white Irish uncle. Get the fuck out of here. See, the guy that would say that is a piece of shit. Yeah. No, I think they wouldn't say it in that way. Some might. What would they say? Give me the like. They would think you're a fucking weirdo and they would feel weird about it. You know, I think so. I think it would start a very interesting conversation. Eh, It could, could, but I think it's an awkward scenario to put someone in. Hey, you live here? Uh, Yeah, this is my house. what's, What's going on? And then the minute you said... Nah, you know what? I this is my childhood house. I lived here from 1980 until 2000. Oh, really? Get out of here! Yeah, you know we used to have a pool over here. We used to do this. Oh, that's, I think it would start unless you're a fucking come up with a ski mask on. Like, hey, what's going on? So like, was your father the asshole that did all the terrible electrical work? No. Um. Uh, oh. You know, it's it's. I get it. I don't think you have that one time pass. To I, that's knock why. On them doors. That's why I say it's a one time doozy, a one time pass. You're trying to tell me if Spot sells his his mom's and grandma's house. It's no house, longer your house, man. You don't think, and you, you know don't... what? I'll prove it. Okay. Anytime a celebrity, a major celebrity, goes back to their hometown to do like a documentary. Because they go to the hood, They're bro. not going into the house. You know why? Because the owner's like, fuck out of here. No. They're always from the outside you know why? of the house. Because those stories, no longer no, that house. Because those stories are always... I know what you're referring to. The one I'm thinking of. Lady Gaga went back to her the apartment she lived in in downtown New York City. Time. No, and they're, they're like knock knock knock. Oh yeah, hello. And it looked like some fucking methed out jerk off. And, and they like it was like a drug den. Yeah, and they're like yeah, like Lady Gaga lived here back in the day. Do you mind if we uh, do a piece? And the guy's like tapping his veins, and he's like ah, not now. <laughs> like yeah, if it's that, 
if you live in a well, fifth what makes you think that the people that live there now are the fucking Joneses and they're there watering their lawn well, what, what type of jerk offs are buying a nice house you lived in what makes you think that everyone's such a sweetheart they're like sure stranger come on in take some pictures are you serious yeah I don't think so I think you're coming from a good place and I think that everyone has that feeling of I wish it'd be cool and maybe it should be I, that I, way, but I, I don't think it'd be that way. I, I think the guy it. would look at you like, oh, what the fuck? Get out of here. You're a grown man. You're not a little boy anymore. If you're a little boy and you, you know, you, you're lost and you knock on the door because you want you know, to use the phone, you're a grown man. Now, He's not there to provide you with nostalgia. He's I, a busy guy. I haven't done this. I haven't done this. Yeah, my family's eating inside. Hey, guys, this jerk-off used to live here. Hey, guys, sorry to interrupt your dinner. I haven't done this. Awkward as hell. No, but I haven't done this to my grandparents' house, right? Because my grandparents' house was where I feel like I spent so much of my time. Right. And I know a a young, nice family lives there. And I've passed it before when I'm on Long Island. Like I said, every couple years when I'm in my hometown, I'll drive past where I grew up in my grandparents' group just to be like, oh, let me see the house. I've Get never, all that. I've never done it. Yeah, I've never done the one-time knock, but I'm like, maybe one day, I do. I'll tell you what I did one time. I used to own a ho- uh, a house well, in New you York. Do bring your, you know, little nose pickers because that'll make it more of a, yeah, an easy scenario. Like I'm here with my kids. When I beat it. when I lived, if yeah, you remember, okay. if you've been listening to the show long enough, I used to live in all of all places, Staten Island, New York. Yeah, that was the worst decision. I one of my exes and I the slums of Shaolin, bro. One of my exes and I. Weren't you in the Wu-Tang Clan for a minute? We're in the Wu-Tang Clan, and we bought a house in Staten Island. Lived there two years, sold it. Only lived there two years. Didn't have the huge emotional connection to this house, but I happened to be going to South Jersey through Staten Island. So I said, you know what? I lived right off the exit. So I'm like, let me pop off, and I walked past, and the guy was sitting on his front stoop that I sold the house to. So I did say, hey, man, remember me? I, you know, you bought the house for me. Hope everything's going well. Didn't ask to look around or anything. He's the guy who's like, hey, let me show you what I do with the yard. And I was like, eh, okay, sure. But but you had no connection to that. House. I had no connection to the house. But I I just said hello. He's the one that's like, let me show you what we did with the place. Like, I learned something in a in a that people are in kind? a business class that I had in high school once. The teacher came up to one of the students. He said, hey, "Give me your shoe." The, the student was like, "Huh?" So he, do you mind if can you give me your shoe real quick? The kid took a shoe off, gave it to him. He goes, "I just want you to know that you'd be." You'd be shocked to to see what you'd get if you're willing to ask for it, and I get it. Like maybe if you have the balls enough to do this, you'll get a positive response, or maybe not. But there's a good chance that you're interrupting someone when their family's eating spaghettios. You know, yeah. Why do you got to interrupt my spaghettios? Yeah, like this fucking family just trying to get by. They got to stop. Well, you know and what? Pause and look up and see your big head there. This happened on an episode of This Is Us this past season. Now that I'm thinking about it, and at first it was like, well. Hey, I don't know. And then they eventually let them look around the house. So is there any crime or harm in feeling that way? No. Or even asking? No. But it's still, you're putting that person in an awkward scenario. And for that reason, I'm out. What would you? I, I, I want to do it now, by the way, wearing a mask. No, yeah. I, 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 I would now. wait till the pandemic's what if over. So, what if someone knocked on your apartment door? You wouldn't let them in? They were like, oh, I, you know, this is my first apartment. It's a I true have- assessment spot. It really is. Is the per- What does the person look like? Do they look like a criminal? Do they do they look like they're on drugs? Do, or is it like they some old lady? Their face? Fucking, you know, Jordan's laying there in her booty shorts. I'm going to let some stranger in the house now. I might come over. Yeah. I'm out of here. How's oh, some know? guy sizing up my place? Oh, you place. didn't know? That was my first apartment. What yeah, a coincidence. No, a house, a house and an apartment are way different. 
I don't know. Yeah. You know why? Because no, you're so, real nostalgic about this house where the turnover, I mean, this apartment where the turnover is fucking that's what I'm saying. someone new every three months. Yeah, you don't really care about a generic apartment you lived in for one year in your this, 20s or 30s. This apartment has great turnovers. So, exactly, You've Spot. You've baking a lot. Let's go to the phone calls, and we got a break. We'll come back with the Fonz. The question was, again, one of our listener friends said that his wife thinks it's creepy that he goes back and forth to their first house that they bought together. Dead. He's curious and he, to see and he it. takes a look. And, and by the way, the phone calls apparently are all over the place. So let's just take four random phone calls. We'll break, come back with the Fonz, an action-packed show. Who do we got, Spot? Uh, Joe in Vegas. Hey, hey, Joe. It's Gio. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh Gio. Sorry, Gio. Oh, hi, Gio. What's Sorry. up, bud? Sorry. Hey, morning, guys. Hey, you know, I'm having something similar to that happening to me right now. Uh, I had a, you know, when my dad passed away when I was really young, he bought a last, he bought his last truck and... You know, I came to some financial little situation, and I, I had to pull the trigger and sell it at the time. I didn't want to sell it, but, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. And now that I'm back in, in, in control, I'm ahead, I'm saved, I, I got money saved and all that, um, I came across a, a, an offer-up ad of the guy selling the truck now. He got it running and everything, and I'm like, you know, I'm stuck in a rut. Weather. You know, I told my wife last night, I don't know whether I should offer this guy to trade the vehicle I just bought to flip because I buy cars and you know I, I fix them and sell them on the side too and I'm like well, listen, I don't know whether I should Gio, the answer is easy if it, if it means something if it means something to you reach out to the person and, and emotional connection goes a long way and I learned that in real estate too um, a real estate agent said you'd be amazed from those little midget real estate brothers that yeah, you used to hang with yeah. they say you'd be amazed Cavino when it comes to sales how the personal connection does go the extra mile like if a, if a seller is trying to decide between buyers the emotional story or the connection or vibe they have for that person usually will determine who they pick. Like they may take a little less money if they feel like they're selling their house or car to someone they like. Absolutely. I agree with that for sure. 866-969-1969. Let's just uh, say hello to people. Let's breeze through these. Yeah. Yeah. Make them snappy, guys. Uh, Charlie in Georgia. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Talk about childhood houses. Way I approached mine, um, house I grew up in throughout elementary school, high school. I rode by there one time and dropped a letter in the mailbox. Uh, I didn't want to seem too creepy. I left my card and everything because I'm in real estate. And I said if they'd ever be interested in selling the house, I'd love first right to refusal on it because it's my childhood home. And I got a call back, and they wanted to give me the tour and everything. Oh, that's great. Wow. See, it could work out. Hey, you know. You, you never know, unless you ask, I guess, but it's a risky scenario. Go ahead. Who do you got, Spot? Uh, Andrew, New Mexico. Rapid Andrew. Fire. What's up, buddy? Kavino and Rich. Hey, guys. Love your show. You guys are fantastic, man. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks so much I also feel like... Go ahead, man. What do you think? He just called to tell you that he loves you? I did. You? I did. He, he, he left <laughs> a big pause there. Oh, Go ahead, buddy. What's up? <laughs> so, uh, I'm a Lyft driver out here in Albuquerque. And uh, I picked up someone and took him to my childhood home, and um, it, it was it was just very strange for the both of us. And wow. the crazy thing is, I had a picture of me playing uh, basketball in that front yard with me, and I showed her from my phone, and we were just amazed as to you know that we were together in the same. Yo, that's crazy. Imagine that's, that. That's and by the really way, cool. I think that's we should a end cool on story. that one. Yeah, that, end on that phone call. Listen, imagine Something that you're like that happens, then I could see like. The bond there, of, like you want to oh, come in and think see. Think of that. Imagine you're imagine you're driving. You're a Lyft or Uber driver, and someone puts in the address. You're like, no, that must be a mistake. That's that's my childhood house. 
And they're like, no, that's where I live. You might have like a weird bond. Like, you're not, that's not a silent ride. That's a, what the fuck? You live in my childhood house. That's crazy. I also get concerned to wrap it up, Rich, that you're looking for something that's just no longer there. And you, as the person with the curiosity, although it's fun to be nostalgic, are let down. You're going to be majorly let down. It's possible. Because it's not the way you remember it. And it's better to leave it the way you remember it as opposed to tarnishing it with the new weird images that these other people have created. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. How did you fuck up yesterday? Please tell me. So, yesterday, get a knock at the door. And it was some jerk off that used to live there and he wanted to come see I you. lived here in 1998. No, um, I got a home delivery because they're setting up. They're setting up our home studio for ESPN, which I feel very lucky and blessed that they're doing because that's that sort of at least makes me think, oh, at least even if we don't go back to the even if we don't go back to the studio quite yet, they want to at least do something from home. They're thinking ahead. At least. I mean, for what and, do I and, know? and they're factoring us into the future plans that You'd like to think, right? Leads us but to then believe again, that, like yeah. we said, in this quarantine and this economy and everything that's going on. No job is safe. For all we know, we're fucking signed for another 10 years or we're done. Who knows? No one knows, right? We'll all find out when, when budgets come in. Yeah, we'll all find out uh, when, uh, when people assess things. Yep. And that's the collective everybody. everybody. That's, yeah, that's everyone at every major company. I'd like to, you know, SiriusXM I feel more confident in <laughs> based on her longevity and what we deliver. Now, ESPN, love what we're doing there. We got our home setups now. So I get a delivery from Best Buy. They bring in a 70-inch TV. Now, there's multiple things going through my mind. A, do I get to keep this TV? Because they're using it for a backdrop because they want the show to look more official. So, you know, if you watch in first take, it looks like the Brooklyn Bridge is behind Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, of course. They want our set to look like it's behind us. So Which they is need the LA skyline. So they're really you using. Mean, they can't just use like the zoom fake background. No, no. but they, but they, what they want is they want, the, you know, the, the easiest way, the easiest way to duplicate that is to get a, a monitor. So they're using the TV simply as a background, a monitor. It's crazy. So it's a monitor so that when I'm on TV behind me is like the LA skyline. But if the TV's too small. You see the edges of the oh, TV. Your TV's too small. Oh, it's uh, 55. Well, oh, you needed a, yeah, you you need a, a 70, 70 inch or, ta- or bigger. Or bigger. So here Sorry. I get Sorry, this. Sorry, Rich. It's okay. My first thought is. That's how you use it. My first thought is, do I get to keep this TV? Because if, I'm, if it's sitting in my house and it's on my TV stand where I'm going to be broadcasting from, are they going to one day. Meaning, as long as I'm employed there, are they going to be like, no, yeah, 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 it's yours. Or when the quarantine's over, are they going to say, uh, where's that TV? Two, two, so, guys, for, two guys in white overalls are going to show up at the clipboard being like, oh, we're here. I don't, I don't need it, but I, I don't need it, but I will say, it's a fucking nice TV. Trust me. I'm what is it? What is it? What thing? did they send you? It's a, seven, it's a Samsung, but it's beautiful. It's like, it's one of those screens where there's no, it's like your spot. There's no border. Edge. It's like from the corner to the corner is all screen and it's fucking huge. I watched TV on it last night and I'm like, Oh. You can't go back now. If they take it back, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get a new TV. It's like it's like what you fuck a girl with a great ass. What, what, are I gonna some floppy ass now? No you way. Don't floppy ass after that. So great ass. my first thought is, do I get to keep this TV? I know, fucking uh, terrible problem to have. I'm very fortunate, but here's where I fuck up. Apparently, Sarah wants to keep all the 
parts of the box because Emmy wants to build like a fort with the box. And my first thought is, are you serious? I, I remember when I got this TV, yeah, the box, because I had it delivered. Yeah. That thing is huge. So I can hold, only imagine, hold, and this uh, is a this is a sixty five. So hold, I imagine uh, to hold a seventy something inch TV, the box got to be like a hundred inches because there's like, padding yeah, and th- things. Yeah, it's box. got the styrofoam. It's got all the the place for all the but accessories. The styrofoam that goes on the sides of the TV look like the top of a castle. You know, like in a way, like if you were to be imaginative. So Sarah's like, keep all the parts because I'm gonna we we can make Emmy like a castle fort out of it. And my first thought is the OCD in me is like. This is garbage. Why are you? That's my, how I feel I, with a thousand puzzle pieces I, on my dining room table. Right now. I want to take this. I, the it's minute like eat, on the, eat on the couch. The what are you minute, worried about? The minute Sarah and I. When have you ever sat at the, the table? The minute eat? Sarah and I lifted this TV onto the onto the TV stand, my first thought was like, "I'm taking all this down to recycling this moment." Like I wanted to get this shit out of my sight. Yeah, of course. So now it's sitting in my house, and apparently there's this like really cushy like air filled it's not the the soft air filled it's like hard air filled pockets and sarah's like well we could use that i threw out half the stuff not realizing it now sarah's genuinely like your ocd is ruining emmy's fun ruining emmy's childhood how dare you but i still have all the foam and well, everything hold on. you just played dumb when you know damn well that you were asked to keep all i didn't know she meant Everything. I thought you meant like keep a couple little pieces and. But like genuinely. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because yeah, I, I threw out, I threw out what I thought was, what we didn't need. Right. But then we had this conversation the other day, and the feedback was pretty funny. I kind of believe them. The, the the feedback was pretty funny the other day because I talked about how kids could get an expensive toy and not give a shit, but you get a little box, from an Amazon delivery, and your kid sits in it and says, oh, "I got a spaceship," and you're like. You're more excited about your spaceship Tell box. Sarah, you're, you're teaching her bad lessons. Now she's going to be willing to uh, live in a d- box. date a hobo one day. Yeah. But the feedback was great because so many people, I don't know if they were parents or not, but they were like, yeah, I would throw that shit out of the way immediately and I'd be like, fuck that. But then other people are like, well, listen, man, if your kid has an imagination and they want to make a rocket ship out of a TV box, shouldn't that be the 100% thing you're encouraging? <laughs> But you don't want to see that box. But you don't want to look at that shit all day. So where's the line? Where's the line between? Because I said to Sarah, oh, it's got to suck it one up. One of our number one parenting um, things we have in common is that we never get mad at Emmy when she does something that looks like she's trying to explore or learn. Because then all you're doing is you're crushing some little kid's imagination. Like I saw a great video. I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson posted it. Yeah, he's my favorite Afrophysicist. I know he is. Great Afro. <laughs> he said parents get mad. When their kids like step in puddles, and he's like, they're exploring. Like you see, he's like, you see, parents get mad at their kids when their kids stomp in rain puddles. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, parents do get mad when kids do but that. He's like, he's like, what you're doing? That's their. You're that's stomping their on wonder. their. You're stomping on their wonder. Oh, that's their wonder. A kid, a lot of kids. That might be one of the first times they've seen a rain puddle. So when they're stepping in it, if you're like, hey, yeah, yeah fucking stop stepping in the puddle, kid. You're crushing them because yeah. the reality is, and every kid loves to jump in puddles for real. So like, as much as I hate it. On the rare occasion it does rain out here, I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess I'll let Emmy jump in puddles because that's, that's what kids do. What a kid does. Yeah, what, what they want to do with but their imagination. What's, what's, what's the consensus ruling on you two and everyone listening? How long do you keep bullshit? If you have a 
box in your living room with crayon all over it and your kid calls it their rocket ship? When do you say, hey, this looks ugly. Get fucking rid of it. You got to see. I'm going to tell my sister I to think... send it. My sister has you know, one of these things going on in her house right now. My sister's house looks like a, a tornado named James came through. Hurricane and James? Hurricane oh, no, James. Tornado James. Tornado yeah. James came and totally took over the whole apartment. James is my nephew. Yeah. But they have a, a, a robot made out of boxes and like other parts that they've just put together that's been there, honestly, for six, seven months now. And, you know, James made it, loves it, and he has like sword fights with it and shit. And, dude, it's just been there because, you know what? That's what families do. And yeah, you got to no, fucking. But, 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 and you got your wife against you. And you got your kid's imagination working. I know. You. So you're I'm, in a no win no, at all scenario. I'm, 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 I'm not stopping any of the fun. No, I know. But so deep, down, inside, but deep down inside, I'm like, get rid of this. <laughs> um, because I think, for instance, you see your kids sitting at their little kids' table, their art table. Yeah. And they're pouring water from one cup into another, one cup to another. And they're making a mess and spilling it. Your instinct is to be like, what are you, stop, spilling, stop spilling the water. But you're like, they're learning how to pour something, so it's it's such a weird thing. That's why I'm so fascinated that you, of all people, just live this life and didn't complain about it because I I find it fascinating. Oh wait, we're getting uh we're getting feedback. Sarah's listening. Sarah's saying your fucking pants are on fire. Sarah's fucking pants are on fire. Pants what? are what? on fire. I didn't know that part was supposed to be. It was like it was like all like. Uh, she says, would never ever. She says that you knew ever. Ever paint himself he in light that he oh, was. I did not know. Defiant jerk off husband. Yeah. I kept boxes. No. And defiant Dickie oh. Davis. Now we know what you did. Ah. You kept the pieces that you wanted to keep. Oh, now, and now you feel like shit. So you're justified. Oh, no. oh we no. see right through you. I was, oh. you. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt too. Oh, I man. knew there was more to that story. But yeah, that, I, th- I, th- I just but uh, no, the, the. I figured I I'd bring it up because I feel like a lot of dads or moms that are OCD. Or or lean lean the OCD way. I'm not totally. I'm not that bad, but I'm the type of guy that I like. I like when things are straightened up, and I accept having two kids and the mess that goes with it. I understand it, but the unnecessary stuff, like all right, you played with your rocket ship box. All right, yeah, Sarah, I'm gonna throw that out. She's like, but that. I mean, that's her rocket ship. I'm like, yeah, she played with it for a couple of days and called the target box her rocket ship. So now we keep it. Yeah, there's got to be a point. Yeah, where, where yeah, in the middle of the night, you fucking toss that in the dumpster. So I'm with you on that, but you know, you yeah. give give them a month or oh, so. No, I, even I, a month is long. Listen, that's I, long. So I just I 100 percent encourage kids to be creative because the reality is, what we do for a living is creative. You don't want to stomp on a kid's no. little fucking imagination, but you also don't want your living room and den full of boxes from Amazon with shitty crayon all over it uh, well that's my rocket ship that's my spaceship that's what it's creative and cute but what the hell do you do time limit you honestly deal with it that's it yeah I there's guess so. no I guess other right. answer to it kids love playing with hobo boxes they got hobo tendencies hobo boxes. they love building forts yeah, you know what I, just tell about them, it. I, just, I remember feeling that way dude as a kid there's nothing more fun than building yeah. a little fucking a couch pillow fort or some sort of box fort oh, or without a doubt. Yeah. throwing a blanket over the table chairs and you know yeah, making a little clubhouse or something it's so funny you spend all this money on shit and uh, I get it no I, and I, is with that. And I, I, I have you have you discussed with oh Sa- by the way there's Sa- a there's a shark tank product yeah that if Sarah goes online she could design a cardboard castle to their liking 
and it comes with all the working parts. And my, my sister had this for, my... for James. And, and they color it, and they create this castle, but it looks like a castle or a clubhouse who in, as opposed to... Who, in, who invested in it? I forget, but it, it was... I don't know if the product has changed since I saw it on Shark Tank, but my sister had it recently. And instead of the shitty dilapidated box that you draw on, which is fun, I'm not dumping <laughs> on that, you actually get these cardboard pieces that yeah. create the castle. And, That's and then cool. you color it in, and it really was cool. My, my nephew loved it, so... Well. There's a neater. Uh, there's a neater option with the same premise. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I got. I got. Uh, I think it was like a Melissa and Doug product. You know that brand? Yeah, of yeah. course. It was a, uh, for my niece. I got her. It was. It's essentially just a cardboard box, but it's colored like or it's painted like a fire truck, and you just go inside. And it's everything's cardboard, but you're you're hanging out. Have you discussed with Sarah? She's very crafty and handy. Yeah. Have you discussed with her about she's making, crafty? And she's just my type. Yeah. There you go. Have you discussed with her about making it look more presentable? Like is she gonna like go with the extra mile? Oh, no, I, I, listen, she has all those supplies. Yeah. She could cover it in fabric. Yeah, yeah no, she could I, paint it. Look at you look know, pop up play, pop up, pop play. up yeah. play. No, I'm just saying. Rich I, has a different pop up play in mind. I'm sure yeah. when it comes to Sarah and her craftiness. Yeah, but this is one uh, that the whole family follow. can be a part I don't, of. I don't follow. Uh, I don't follow. Bink, can you, can you blink, blink. Well, they have it. The know. end. Ta-da, tarup. Yeah, it's oh, tough. Yeah. I've seen it charting. As seen on Shark Tank. See? Oh, yeah. But you oh, create yeah. and design it first oh, on the computer. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. And then they yeah, send you the that. parts. Oh, yeah, look at that. And then you color it in as you, as you win. Yeah, look at, the kid, look at the kids hanging out in it. Look at that. Yeah, See? Yeah, that. See, Rich? So now what you know what you can do? I solved the problem. So now you don't need the fucking breakdancing box. Yeah, but do you still in want your living room? Do you still want the cardboard? Uh, dude, you have to. That's, no, why, that's at, least, why, at least it's castle that's, shape. That's why I tell you every day, like my biggest observation of seeing you is the the order of a home where you're like a single guy that's 40 versus fucking kids that want cardboard boxes it's oh, like yeah. the world of a difference i know yeah but you go you get back to it like of look course. at my parents house now my parents house now looks like a bed and breakfast you know what my parents house looked like with five kids for 20 years yeah you know so <laughs> yeah but that's also the charm we always talk about your parent what well, people always say why do you why do your parents houses and your other houses look charming oh we're getting so many more updates from, from sarah sarah, sarah your sarah, wife have her, have her call in. he knew he knew his pants are on fire he's a liar he was holding it, and I said, no, do not throw out the plastic thing you were holding. And he huffed, and he puffed, and he knew. <laughs> I did not. You huffed and puffed? How dare <sighs> you? How dare you do that? Wow. That's where we're at. That's where we're at in a quarantine, everybody. You're that's where we're at. Just because you lie on the radio doesn't make it true. <laughs> but I lied on the radio. Wow, buddy. All right. But, uh, yeah, it sucks. I, yo, I... Feel you when I tell you I feel you, Rich. I feel you. There's nothing worse than some shit that is garbage to you, and you just want to toss it. Well, you know what? And on a, on a note, it. on a note for people that don't have kids, I, I before kids, I was even still annoyed when I'm like, Sarah, this box that you got from Amazon, what, what came in this? Oh yeah. Oh, those are my new Can shoes. I throw this way. Those are my new shoes. Um, yeah, just hold on to that for now. I'm like, for what though? For for, for what purpose? <laughs> I'm a bo- we talk- we discussed this recently. I'm a I'm a box keeper. You're a box keeper. Like I just recently went through my closet very painfully and eliminated all the boxes that go to certain items. Just because I you know, you never know when you're gonna have to return a Xbox yeah. or a, or you wanna sell it and it comes in the original packaging. Get more money for that. Yeah, but what what are you selling? You're not selling things online though. I might. So you hold on to all this for the chance that one day you might sell something online? Well, yeah. it holds more value. Yeah, it's more you have value. the box. So, you, like if I, so if you're I, trying to tell me spots like hold my, like my Xbox that I never things. touch. You, you, know, have like the, the wait, you have the box for your Xbox. Yeah. 
For what fucking reason? You've had that Xbox for years. In case I want to give it, sell, sell it to That's someone. That's also reason you're gonna why be in people such keep di- you're gonna be in dire You're going to be in dire straits that you're going to sell an yeah, Xbox? The thing just sits no, bro, there. Money I, for nothing. Yeah, and chicks for free. You, uh, you, you plan on selling your Xbox? That, see the Xbox in the middle? Yeah. That's my Xbox One. Yeah. I barely touch it anymore. I built a gaming PC. I never use that thing anymore. The other one, the Xbox 360, I still have the box for that. The Xbox 360, I used to play Guitar Hero. Yeah, but... but Invite Jordan over. But here's the thing. <laughs> Even if you don't use it, your instinct is like, let me box it and sell it to someone? What am I going to do with it? Throw it out? It's in fine, fine working condition. Mm. I, I, I would agree with him on certain items like that because he could get more money like, for it. Like, you see all my, all my Sonos products? That I spent lots and lots of I money had, on. When I had yeah. a garage, I kept those boxes. I had all the boxes for those. Yeah, I had all the boxes for those too. Because you know why? When I, oh, I also keep them in case I move. Right. So when I move, I can, I can, I have the exact housing. And you know what happened to my Sonos when I when I moved it? I dropped one of the speakers. One Magic. of them has a fucking big Magic. chunk dent yeah. in it. Magic Does it still hit. work? It works, but I'm mad so at it. Probably not, probably, to hide not those the, speakers. probably not the same. Yeah, well, not in my mind. It's not speakers the same. supposed to be hidden anyway, right? That's the you know try to hide them as best yeah, I can. Yeah, but I try to hide that fucking dent in it. Matt probably hit, lost the frequency on it. Matt yeah. hit us up with a great point. He goes the, the to wrap this up. You could you could tell the type of person someone is based on their Christmas morning cleanup. Some you could look at one of your family members. They're immediately. Boxes, wrapping paper, everything, bags, everything in a trash bag immediately. And then there's other people that leave all their fucking shit spread out. I think I'm the latter. I remember being Christmas morning as a kid. I would line up all my toys or new clothes and stuff like that. Boxes, paper, everything. Got garbage. But that's how people are, man. Oh, this is, you know, it was your dad. Oh, let's throw this away. Richie, yeah. this is common. What an eyesore. All right, well, hey, there you go. Get there rid of it. this. What is this? What is this? Can I throw this away? That's Richie's rocket ship. Hmm. Oh, Castle Grace. Like, like garbage to me. Castle Grayskull. Marianne, what did you buy him? Oh, what is this Castle Grayskull? It's Grayskull, Grayskull Greg. Oh, I don't want my Richie Grayskull. playing with that. Oh. oh, what kind of foofy kid is this? Hey, um. With that, I'm a breakdancer. Changing. Uh, I don't want my Richie uh, being a breakdancer. Get rid of this. with those hooligans. Get rid of this cardboard box. <laughs> You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.